KJ, what's good, brother? What it do, man? Man, you know, didn't know we was gonna be uh, talking tonight, my man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's um. First of all, how you how you hear about the news? I was on the air. I was on the radio, doing a show, G and Ursula show on Cairo Radio, and as we're doing it, I see the news director. The news director comes in the front, and I see him. Now the news director never comes that way, so I'm thinking, man, this serious. So because I saw him in the front and he's coming to talk to the producer, I look behind me. As I'm now, I'm talking on the air as I'm doing all of this. Mm-hmm. I look behind me. It's the other news folks. And I'm like, I finished my point and I did like this. I wave him in. And they came in and he came right on the air and he said, there's breaking news. Pete Carroll has coached his last season for the Seattle Seahawks as head coach. Mm. And it was, it was like a gut punch, bro. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Right in my right in my bedroom, right in my bedroom, and the group chat started jumping. And they sent the picture. Head coach Pete Carroll is no longer the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. And I just like, God damn. We talking fourteen years, G. Fourteen years of greatness. Fourteen years of him inspiring young men. 14 years of just him being who he is, his personality, his positivity, the love that, that I, can, I can call any of my teammates, nothing but love for Coach Carroll. What he means to me personally, I played for him for a decade, G. 10 years, I look to him. I look to him. Are you my head coach? I'm buying into what you're saying. I'm playing for you. I believe in you. I love you. And, um, you know, I know he don't want people out here sad, feeling sorry for him. But, Coach, you, you, you're a legend. You're a legend. You did a hell of a job, a hell of a job leading this organization for 14 football seasons. Job well done. So during the day, you get that text messages go off, group chats go off. You're talking to former teammates. You're having conversations. I've had some conversations with your former teammates. I've barely actually talked to you. Right now is the first time because mm-hmm. we want it today, tonight, to be raw and real between the two of us as we mm-hmm. are discussing this. When you've had some time throughout the day, what are some of the things you've been thinking about? What are some of the stories you've been thinking about? Can yeah. you, if you've been thinking about when you first saw him, can you think about what it has been like? All those things. You know what? You know what I thought about was the first time I heard his voice on draft day. Tell us about it. The first time I heard his voice on draft day. Ah, this dude. Um, everybody know my. Everyone know my graduation story. I graduated and I got drafted at the same time. And I was whispering to Coach Carroll, and he was telling me, uh, hey, 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 KJ, we're going we're gonna to take you right here. We're going to take you with pick number 99. Uh, we love what you bring to the table. You know, you're tall, big, strong, fast. We, we love you, man. 
And I was like, you're in the ceremony. I'm in the ceremony. Cap and gown. Cap and gown. I was like, coach, thank you. Thank you. He's like, is there people, is there people next to you? My homegirl was right beside me, Bettina, and okay. it was another person beside us. And I was like, coach, man, thank you. Thank you. He's like, hey, hey, you, you excited? You know, get juiced up. Get juiced up. What, what's going on? I was like, coach, I'm at graduation. <laughs> and he told, hey, he's like, hey, guys, the guy's at graduation. Let's, let's cut him some slack. And, um, that's the first time, like, that was our first interaction as a member of this organization. He juiced so, up. He pumped up. Mm-hmm. He, like, cut me some slack. Hey, hey, cut him some slack, y'all. The man said graduation. Hey, we love you, man. I'm, I'm going to let you talk to Coach Norton real quick. That was our what first interaction. What Coach Norton Hey, big dog, come on. We got you, man. We got you. Yeah. And um, that's, that's, that's 2011, 2011. You fast forward here, 2023, still still tight as ever, still tight as ever. And um, we got a whole journey in between there. Right. I know that you have 10 years of playing for him. And you have 14 years. He was 14 years as a coach. You've been knowing him for since 2011. And since you have played, you have continued to keep that relationship with him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I want to sit back and let everybody listen. I want you to tell us what you have learned from Pete. I want to sit back and just let you flow. I want to, I want to know all of the things. Give us some stories, all of that. I'll just take you to my rookie year, the first life lesson I ever learned from him. When I got drafted, the first thing I did was I went to Google. Who, who, who's in front of me, who I need to worry about. The first lesson he taught me was about competition. Competition. He said, this, is, this program is, that's the central theme of the program, always compete, always compete. And he said, but the person you're competing with, it's not your teammate. It's not the man that's, that's behind you. The person you're competing with is that man in the mirror. When you wake up every day, when you look at that person, you gotta be the best version of yourself. How early can you get in this building? How much film study can you get? How much of an edge can you get over your opponent? That's the first lesson I learned, and I'm, I'm keeping that to my dying day. I'm teaching my boys that. I'm teaching my daughter that. This, this is how we operate. Be the best version of yourself. I told my daughter the other day, I said, you don't need other people to work out with you. Go be you. Be the best version of yourself. And I, told, I, tell, I tell people this story all the time. My, my last year in Seattle, no one called me. I'm a free agent. Pete Carroll picks up the phone, and he calls me. And he said, hey, hey, Cage, where are you, man? I said, I'm here in town, coach. What's going on? Come, come meet me at the, the facility. Come meet me at the VMAT. And when I tell you he was there for me, he comforted me. He was my, I leaned on him. And he didn't even have to do that because he knew he wasn't bringing me back. He knew my time in Seattle was done, but for him to reach out to me after all us, we've been through. Tell us what he said. When you, when you go to the VMAC, he says, hey, I know he calls you Cage. Hey, Cage, meet me at the <laughs> VMAC. Cage. He said, hey. So Cage, you get there. Yep. You get in there. You get into his office. Is he sitting down? Is he standing up? Does he hug you? Tell us about it. We in the weight room, and we're sitting on those things that you jump on, those little jump, those plyometric bags. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, I know this thing hasn't gone the way you want it to. The, the market isn't, it isn't going in your favor. Um, the money's tight all across the league. Like, but keep your head up. He's like, something good's going to happen. Something good's going to happen. He was like, uh, the only way we bring you back is if someone gets hurt. And um, it'll be during the season. We may bring you back. It'll be a vet minimum contract. And did I want to hear that at the time? No. I wanted to hear we come, come upstairs and sign the, sign the dotted line. But what he did was Coach Carroll went to a place he don't usually go to. He went to a space for me that, he, that he's uncomfortable with. And that's breaking bad news to me. But I appreciated him for that. I love him to this day for doing that for me. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to call me. He could have just left me high and dry. But his character, his makeup, um, our history together, like, I, I love this man. I love this man. I'm proud of him for what he did while he was in Seattle. One thing I love about you, KJ, I know you're going to always keep it 100. Now, you know, sometimes I know I can be pesty. I know sometimes I can ask questions that people be like, man, why you got to keep following up on questions? But so you're in that meeting with Coach Carroll. He tells you, you know, everything. Something's going to shake. Something's going to shake. He tells you, hey, he gives you on, he's honest with you. He's not going to bring you back. You know what I mean? But, you know, if mm -hmm. somebody gets hurt, you'll come back. So then you guys leave. You leave from there. You're heading to your car. I, I, want, you to, I want you to be honest with me. Tell me about that car. I want to hear about that car ride home. Did you call your wife? Did, mm -hmm. you, did you? Was you in tears? I know you. You're going to tell me the truth. Yeah. When, when I got in my car ride, I said goodbye to the organization. I was able to say goodbye to the Seattle Seahawks with that conversation we had. When he didn't call me, I had a, I had a glimpse of hope. Like, man, maybe, maybe, you know, just the market, maybe they'll bring me back some way, somehow I'll go play Sam linebacker. Drake will do his thing, me and Bobby be re reunited together. Maybe I can come back. But when he called me into the weight room that day, I said my last goodbyes to the uh, organization for, for during that moment. And we hugged it out. You know, he, you know, he 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 one of the best huggers I've ever been around. Right. He he one of the best huggers. He got that you know fragile body, you know, hug, hug mm -hmm. on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, he gave the best hugs ever. And when we gave that hug, um, I was able to say, "Thank you, Coach. Thank you mm -hmm. for every single thing you've done in my life. Um, trusted me with this organization. Like you trusted me. You trusted me to be a part of this organization for ten years." Right. I saw guys come and go left and right, left and right, left and right. right. But you entrusted me with a four-year contract, another four-year contract, and a two-year contract. And we did this thing together. And, and um, when I was at my press conference, boo-hoo <laughs> crying, I believe he was the only person that day that I said I, I love. I found him in the stands. I said, Coach, I love you, man. I looked him right at him and said, Coach, I, I love you. I thank you. We kicked a lot of ass together, and we had some fun doing it. And um, just – just. Know, I've talked to a lot of you guys today, KJ. Help me understand this. Help me understand how it might have seemed like a lot of people over the years, they think, oh, you know, Sherman, oh, Doug is mad, and this person's mad, and oh, oh these person's mad. But all them dudes today, man, they all they feeling them. it today. They all feeling it all 100%. If anybody wants to know how they feeling right now, crushed. Mm-hmm. And here's how it works, G. When I came to Seattle, this is my first time ever leaving home. 
this this my first time leaving the state of Mississippi. And when you come, when I came here, even though I'm an adult, I'm still looking for a, a, a kind of like a fatherly figure, like someone to look up to, someone to 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 lean on, someone that that understands me. And he was that person. Every single day, um, we went over something that didn't have anything to do with football. We about to play the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night, and we watching um, highlights, basketball highlights. We up here looking at America's Funniest Home, like just random stuff. And just for him to be that guy to keep us balanced, to not just have us just all the way dove into football, shooting hoops, competing. Like he just did little things to just keep us as normal human beings. During, you know during, what? During, you, you know. Hold, yeah, hold up real quick. During um, year 10, my last year here, uh, during the Black Lives Matter movement, I kid you not, we had like 17 meetings. How y'all doing? How y'all holding up? We went up on the hill at the VMAC. Grown men, G. Grown men just pouring their hearts out to one another. And it's because he created that environment for us. He understood what we were going through as normal human beings. And um, just everything he's done for us. He brought in people from the Navy SEALs. He brought in David Goggin. He brought in people to teach us what grit is. Just speaker after speaker after speaker to just help us get that edge. To just help us get that focus. He did all that little stuff that made us who we are to this day. So I have an idea. Um, so a lot of us fans, we don't get a chance to, after you guys win games, and we wait for you guys to do your press conference afterwards, we never get an opportunity to really see how coach addresses you guys, talk to you guys. So money has a few clips of you guys in the locker room, right? And we'll play what we got like three of them from you guys in the locker room. We'll play one of them. And I want you to tell us what's really going on after you see this and tell us play by play, blow by blow, what is the, the magic that's going on? Play it, money. Everybody had to hang all day long. The defense, the defense did a fantastic job today, fellas. It took all day. It took all day long, all but 22 seconds, fellas, to get this thing done. But you know what? You still got to snap it. You still got to catch it. You still got to hold it. You still got to catch it. And our guy did it. Where, where's House? House. What was those like, man? Wild card weekend. We go to Minnesota to play the Vikings in the playoffs. It's negative, 100 degrees it felt like. We, we frozen, fingers are froze, toes are froze. You see his cheeks all red. And um, Blair Walsh missed that kick. And boy, I ain't, I, I, the Super Bowl was a big win, but I, I've never seen that guy that happy. Like, man, we, gotta, we playing our ass off. It's cold, we don't wanna be out here. We came out with the victory, and um, but that locker room, G, 
that's that's where the magic is. When you hugging guys, high fiving, shaking hands, like we did that together. Right. We did that as brothers, as coaches, as equipment equipment managers, training staffs. Like we were victorious as one. And um, that was just one of the few moments that we had as a football well, team. I got another moment. Tell us what this moment was like. I think he wants you to play it, Money Mike. Incredible experience, not just, I know it's for the guys in the room right here, but you just shared that, that demonstration of love and belief and never giving up and always fighting to the end. You shared that with everybody that follows. The 12 are here, they're so strong, the whole area. You just shared this one with everybody. You showed what it is to believe in one another. I know, I know that made me sound a little airy-fairy to you, but we've known it's what it is. You just would not let it go away. Fellas, you gotta understand something. At 3.52 left in this game, 352 left in the game. It's 19 to 7. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. How about that? NFC Championship. Green Bay Packers. Four turnovers. An onside kick. A fake field goal. A, a, a prayer up to Luke Wilson and Jermaine Curse to send us to our second Super Bowl. The greatest memory ever inside of Lumen Field was when Jermaine Curse caught that football. And who led us the whole way? Keep fighting. Keep believing. Hey, it ain't, it's not over. Let's keep this thing going. Finish, finish, finish. Coach Carroll, he did that. He taught us how to finish. He taught us you can't win the ball game in the first quarter. You can't win the ball game in the second quarter. Can't win it in the third quarter. And sometimes you can't win it in the fourth quarter. Sometimes it may have to take an overtime. <laughs> and um, we believe that no matter what the situation was on the football field, no matter how hard things were, I believe that I was going to be victorious. I believe that I was going to be victorious. Just what he put in our spirit, what he put up here for us, like it, it's, it's never over. It's never over. Money, give me Last another clip. one, man. Give me Last another clip. one. No, come G, we on, got man. six we, of them. We got six of them. Oh, come on. Let's we got go. six, Let's not three. Go. We got Let's six. Let's go. Let's go. Congratulations. Congratulations. NFC champions. Fellas, let's hear it one time. Yeah. NFC champions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of cool stuff here, but let me tell you something. Something we should really be proud of. We come in here at halftime. You know we scored in the second half? We'll need a freaking seven to win this game. Woo! Yeah! As we are right now, as close as we are right now, we will never be separated in this moment. You guys did this together with these people in this room. Let's make sure we always remember that. The gratitude for the guys right here who got this done. It wasn't one guy, it wasn't one any of that. It was all of us together. Right now, we're tight. Champions, baby. We, we, we champions. The first clip y'all saw was 2013 NFC Championship. We beat the San Francisco 49ers. The first time that we as a team are going to the Super Bowl, he led us the whole way. The second clip you saw, we did it. We did it. Mm. We whooped their ass 43 <laughs> to 8 in New York City. And um, when, when we got to that when did, go ahead. When we when we got to that moment, yeah. Here we are in the Super Bowl, G. But you know what he taught us? It's just another championship opportunity. It's just another championship moment.
You guys don't got to do anything this game that you haven't done in the previous games. He preached championship opportunities in preseason games. He preached this is a championship game, week seven of the regular season. There was no moment too big for us. We didn't get hyped up because it was Thursday night football and everybody's watching. It was always even kill. It was always even kill. KJ, Super Bowl 48 out there in New York. Tell me the truth. Y'all knew y'all was going to whoop their ass, didn't you? We knew it. We knew it. They make up one like ours. When we turned on that tape, they didn't move as fast as we moved. They went dialed into the details like we were dialed into the details. And I remember we was on the sideline. It was me, truck driver, and Coach Carroll. That's Clint McDonald, y'all. Truck Clint driver. Clint McDonald. Me and Clint was talking. Mm -hmm. Here he come, walking up behind us. Does what he always does. Guys, this feels so good, don't it? God, golly, we did it, boys. We did it. Money Mike, please, you can find a picture of me, Coach Carroll, and Clint McDonald. Go find that, and then I want you to put up that picture. You can find us at the Super Bowl together. And um, he okay, came okay, up. So that's what he's saying. Guys, guys, we did it. We did it, man. Super Bowl champion. It's like five minutes left. And right. um, them the memories, man. Them the memories of doing it together. Of us, coach. We trusted you. We bought in to you. When we doing them bags, drills before practice. When we doing that blitz period. When we shooting those hoops. When um, you tell us to protect the team, when you tell us to be early, like, man, we, we doing this thing together. We connected to you. And uh, we bought in. It was crazy as hell, but it was fun to watch. We were successful. We were dominant. We were trendsetters. People tried to mimic what we did. And you're talking about what he created. This man created arguably one of the greatest defenses of all time. He handpicked each and every one of us. He drafted us. He scouted us. He groomed us. We, he had some hard conversations with us. But man, he created a culture. He created a culture. We, we talk with Doug all the time. You know, who created this culture? Pete Carroll created a culture at USC, and he bought that here to Seattle, and he has been great everywhere he's been. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Is Shit. that what he said to you, man? Ah, look at me. Look at that. Wow. Came right up to us, me and Truck. I told you. I told wow. you. Came right up to us. We did it, boys. We did it. <laughs> and um, Love that, man. Gee, we talking world champions. The best of the best. Nobody can mess with us. The best office in NFL history. We may look like some chumps. Held them to eight points. Right. You did that, coach. You put us in that position to do that. In OTAs, you taught us the, the structure of cover three. I see him with the corners over there doing step kick. This man's 60 some years old. Over there teaching corners how to step kick the, the proper technique. He was doing that. My last year in, in, in 2020, we was getting our ass bummed left and right, left and right. He took the whole secondary, this middle of the season, and he put us on the chalkboard. 
This is how you run cover three. Corners, stay on top. Hook defenders, 99-9. One yard outside the hash. It's the middle of the season. He went back to the basics with us. He took over the meeting. A phenomenal leader. Mm-hmm. A phenomenal human being. No doubt. Love that dude, man. So before the end of last year on my radio show, KJ, we were talking about words that we wanted to get rid of in 2024. Words, overused words. And one of the words that were used was pivot. I can't stand that word because in corporate America is used all the time. But on this show, we are about to use pivot because as much as we talk about how great things was, as much as we talk about how much we love Pete, Pete, after 14 seasons, is not going to be the head coach of this Seahawks organization. So now the Seahawks organization, 12s, you, me, everybody in the world, it's time to make the pivot. What is next? And when I say what is next, I mean, I'm not talking about who the head coach going to be. I'm asking you to give the 12s and fans an understanding of what we can expect next. Because I think that the expectation is here. Is this one of those where there could be turbulence? Well, what we can expect is, first and foremost, John Snyder is in full control. John Snyder is responsible for building this team. And we all know when Coach Carroll was here, it was 51-49. It was who's making decisions. It was like who's doing the drafting, who's picking the free agents. You know, it was kind of back and forth and who was doing it. So right now we know that Snyder's in full control and he's, he has earned that. He has earned to be the guy to build what's next with this organization. He's smart as heck, understands ball. He's going to be a part of the hiring process when it comes to the new head coach. And so understand that John is going to be the face when it comes to leading this thing. And we say, what's next? What do you want it to look like? What do we want this next regime this next wave to look like and um we'll see which direction they go okay well i'll go first i don't know what direction that they plan on going i don't know if they plan on bringing in an offensive mind considering that the two best offenses two of the best offenses reside in the nfc west The Rams, as they get ready to reload in Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're going to go that direction with an offensive mind. And if they don't go that direction with an offensive mind, I think it is time to address the defense and get back to where it was. Then you got to think maybe it's one of your old defensive coordinators, the defensive coordinator possibly down there uh, in Dallas. That's the Dan Quinn. And you got other guys who possibly are not even coaching right now. Or you got some USC office, offensive guy, Lincoln Riley, is a head coach. But again, whoever the head coach is, this is the part I want to talk about. It's going to be hard. And what I mean by hard is 
the expectations and what people are going to want. It is hard to bring in a winning culture right away. Yeah. He's filling in some big shoes. Whoever come in has, has has some big, big, big like literally, pull up, pull up them big them big shoes, <laughs> Coach Carroll's, <laughs> like some big shoes to fill. And if there's one person that I want in this organization, Who's it's that? Dan Quinn. It's, 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 it's not even a question. It's Dan Quinn. Okay, KJ. It's, you know what? It's DQ. You know what, man? You always reference DQ. You bring up DQ. I've seen fans bring up DQ. But if you say DQ, I'm going to sit here and listen. Please help me better understand the fascination and why you are so hung up on DQ. First and foremost, it comes to building culture. He's a culture builder. He has a style to him. He understands how to lead men. He don't give a damn about making being friends with you. He go, he gonna be cool with you. He gonna, but when it comes down to being real, being authentic, Dan Quinn is gonna let it be known. This is acceptable. This is not acceptable, and he's gonna address it head on, man to man. I love him. I love that about him. I appreciate that about him. You look at the X's and O's from Dan Quinn. Look at what he did with us. Four years in a row was the number one defense in the NFL. You saw what he did with the Atlanta Falcons. Took them guys to a Super Bowl. Atlanta Falcons was nothing till Dan Quinn got there. And you look at him now with the Dallas Cowboys. How he using a Michael Parsons. How a, a, a Deron Bland is arguably the MVP of the league right now. That's, that's Dan Quinn. He's up there with his hat backwards calling plays, dialing it up. He knows when to blitz. He knows when to sit back, knows when to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And you, anytime the guys talk about him, you can see how much they love and respect him. And so for, for this football team, what this, this football team needs now is we've seen a little bit of the immaturity. We've seen a little bit of the antics. They need someone to come in and really address this team right now. I believe Dan Quinn is the perfect hire for this organization. Okay. When I push back, I'm not pushing back because I think I know more than you. I'm pushing back on one theory. I believe that if DQ, wherever he would, if he would be head coach again, no matter where he is, is the culture that he builds, is it similar to what Pete Carroll has done? That's my first question. Dan Quinn. Would it be would it be similar? Uh, it'd be, to what it'd be, be fair. To, I, I shut up. Yes, yes, yes. It would. I I I believe so. Okay. Dan Quinn left. I do correct me. I don't know if I'm right or not about this, but he had the same tell the truth Monday, competition Wednesday, turnover Thursday. Yes, okay. he's been gone. He went to a new team. He went to the Falcons. Went to the Cowboys. And I know when coaches leave, they 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 find themselves. When a coach get fired. Oh, now I know who I am. He, he, took, he took a lot of Coach Carroll with him to Atlanta. Got fired. Now, okay, what, do, what does Dan Quinn want to do? Uh, we saw Coach okay. Carroll got fired in, where is he, Patriots, Jets. Jets. Mm-hmm. You, t- you, you, when you read it in his book, Went Forever. He, when he Went got forever. to see it, he knew who he was when he came here in 2010. He had to learn by getting fired, by making those mistakes. 
he learned who he was when he came on the scene here in Seattle. I think that'll be the same for DQ. So as they move and transition and pivot, the word that I use to whoever the next head coach is going to be, you're not really concerned if it's an offensive-minded coach or a defensive-minded coach. And what do you think is better? This is what you have to do. I've been saying this, G, for the longest. If a defensive-minded coach does come in, he has got to hit it. He has got to strike gold when it comes to hiring your offensive coordinator. you got to strike gold because with Coach Carroll, he was mainly in our defensive meetings. He was mainly on our side. Offense, go do your thing. Go do your thing, offense. With a Kyle Shanahan in San Fran, he's not spending time in the defensive meeting rooms, but he trusted a Robert Sala, he trusted a D'Amico Rines, and he trusted a Steve Wilkes. So if you come in as a defensive-minded coach, the majority of your time is going to be spent with the defensive guys. So you got to hit when you bring in your play call and make sure that he knows how to run that offense. He knows how to get the best out of those guys. His position coaches are on point. And so it don't matter if he's an offensive or defensive guy, but his coordinators have got to be spot on. Got to be spot on. First, I want to stand corrected on something that I was wrong about. And this, and tonight, before we got on this, I had a conversation with Doug. And I told Doug that I would tell everybody, tell the world, that he and Jermaine were right. I used to say all the time that Pete Carroll was the reason for the culture. And Doug and Jermaine would say, yes, he did come in and he started things. But you also have to give us credit for what we did to carry out that. I didn't agree before, but I agree now. I'm gonna ask you this. If I say that Pete Carroll's message from 2010 to current day is still the same, is that true? Would you believe his message is still true? Yes. So if his message is still true, what is the reason why it does not sink in? Is it the delivery or is it the people that are receiving it? It's the people receiving it. And this, gee, it's a new wave of, of, of human beings. It's a new wave of human beings that's, that's, that's coming. I don't, I don't want to get too weird with this. I don't want to get too strange with this, but I call it the TikTok era. Like it's a bunch, the like the the focus of guys, the maturity of guys to just be dialed in and obsessed. Listen to me, obsessed with football is slowly dwindling away. These guys are when they leave home. You know what they going home and doing? Playing Call of Duty. Um, scrolling mindlessly on TikTok. Um, and I believe that when I look at this football team that he had this, this, this season, I feel like he, couldn't, he wasn't getting through to him. He wasn't getting through to him for whatever reason. Um, that's, that's what bothered me so much this year. When I went on my rant, when I started cussing my ass off, when I saw guys, when I said guys weren't protecting the team, like they should have been protecting the team, that's what really bothered me this football season, right? And so we saw the stuff that was happening. We saw it left and right, left and right. 
And I know he was preaching to him. I know he was sending the message to him. But something wasn't quite clicking in the brain to say, let me listen to the guy and do what he's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. And so when, I, when, when people say his message wasn't getting through to him, I don't, I don't think they, they weren't receiving it because of this just this new wave of individuals. Okay. I'll, let me take it a step further. Um, there's a lot of individuals on the team. So I, I don't want to sit here and say the entire team wasn't getting it, wasn't listening. But from what you taught me, you taught me is that it was the leaders that would carry out these messages, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if the leaders would carry out these messages, I'll give you my perspective from outside of the locker room. And I have proof on one of these things. I believe that some of the leaders that were trusted to be leaders did not continue to carry out those messages where you had young guys sitting back waiting to see what's next, what next, not able to be able to talk and all those things. I think that it was a leadership thing where some of the guys did not carry out that message of peace. I disagree. Okay. I wholeheartedly disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. First, because one, we're not in the room, we're not in the building seven days a week, and a a, a guy could go up to a guy like, "Hey, bro, tighten up! Like, you you tripping right now? You 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 heard what the man said?" But there has to be more than one guy. When you came, when we came on this show, I put a stamp on someone that I was confident in, that I really know, like the back of my hand, and Bobby. I, 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 I know this for facts that he was the one that was drained. <laughs> he was dr- like looking at like, you know, trying to take care of this, take care of that, trying to take care of this person. So he was one of the guys that was trying to do it. And I felt like there needs to be more leadership in the locker room. One, one million percent. There needs to be more leadership in the locker room. Because, because if, uh, if one of my brothers come to me, and say I'm messing up, that come that's deeper than when the coach come to me and say I'm messing up. When my when my guy says you're letting me down, bro, that stings way more than when a coach says it. Hmm. So, as this transitions forward, and whoever the next person that comes in, are they tasked with trying to find out who those leaders are? Are they tasked with already understanding? It doesn't matter who it is. I don't know who it is. What is that head coach's job? What's, what's it? I mean, I'm not saying that you've been a head coach, but you've been a guy in the locker room. When this head coach comes, he's going to go to about four people in that building. He'll go to about four people in that building. Tell me about this guy. Tell me about that guy. Tell me about this trainer. Tell me about this person on the third floor. Tell me about this coach. And they go keep it all the way real. They gonna keep it all the way real. There's a few selected people. I call them godfathers. That are that are trusted with how things are supposed to look in the organization. And so when a when a head coach does come in, and plus John Snyder's there too, so he knows. But when a head coach comes in, he's gonna go to a select few of people to lean on to understand what is up with this person 
and what are they bringing to the table to help us go to a new level? Only about four. Something caught my eye and made me realize something over the years. So I'm not trying to bring it back up again, but the cigar situation, hear me out. John Ryan takes to Twitter and he talks about the situation that happened in the locker room with mm -hmm. the cigars. Okay, we've seen the reason and the justifications and all those things. And I thought, today, I thought about something. Do you know that that is really the first time that any of your teammates, former, have come out and kind of criticized what, what the organization looked like? What, yep. what the organization. Mm -hmm. So I thought, and, 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 and by the way, John Ryan said I was really angry. And mm -hmm. he said it in his tweet. Now that Pete is gone, are you telling me that over these years, some of the reasons why you guys didn't tweet anything is because Pete was still there? What's rule number one of the program? Protect the team. Prote whether you're here or whether you're not here, fellas, protect the team. Have my back here. Have my back. Give me the benefit of the doubt. But now that Coach Carroll is moving on, I believe that there's going to be a lot more voices from the, 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 the old heads to really say, I like this. I don't like that. What is this coach doing? He tripping. There's going to be a lot more voices with this next um, head coach that comes in this building. If it's DQ, we're going to keep it cool. But if it's some old chip off the old block, hey, it's a standard that we use to. We're going to use our voice to let it be known. I knew it. I knew it, KJ. <laughs> I knew it. It was the John Ryan thing. It stood out to me. I said, wow, I've no. never really seen anybody. And, and whoever the next head coach is, that is going to be an added pressure. Right yep. there. Literally, you're living up to an exact standard that it needs to be. Yep. All right, so real, real quick, let's go back to Coach Carroll. Let's go back to Coach Carroll real quick. Um, Money Mike, can you play the press conference of Coach Carroll's um, when he was speaking today? Well, uh, that's it for now. And uh, I'm freaking jacked. I'm fired up. I'm not tired. I'm not worn down. Uh, you, you guys tried your best. You didn't wear me out. I'm, you know, it's the end of the season. I'm supposed to be, you know, go lay on a cot somewhere. I ain't feeling like that. And, uh, um, you know, there's what's coming. I don't know. I got no idea. And I really don't care right now. But uh, I do. Um, I'm excited about it because there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to study. Uh, there's a uh, there's some great discoveries that are going to come our way. And as my, my all time mentor, Bud Grant, said, you hear what he's saying? Juiced up, still feeling it. Yeah, y'all tried. Y'all thought I was be worn out. I thought I'd be laying on the cot. I'm, I'm still going. Mm -hmm. And I know, G, I've shared a lot of what Coach Carroll has meant to me. But you know, you knew Coach Carroll before I even knew him. What did Coach Carroll mean to you personally? Uh, how long? How far y'all go back? February 2010. <laughs> There's, a, there's an actual, I'll take you guys back to, and maybe those watching can remember Pete's first press conference. Money, if you can play that, 
I'll share with you guys where I was. Go ahead. Grace with my approach and the way I see things and the way I want to do stuff in the manner that they want to wipe the, the path clear and give me the, the clearest opportunity to, uh, to bring everything that I have to offer. That, that's really what I was looking for. It was the trust and the belief from the, from the top of the organization. They don't have an agenda of how they want their football played. They want me to do that. And, and that's, that's exactly, precisely what I was looking for. And I, and nobody's asked me, you know, how long is it going to take you? I don't know. I got no idea. I, I wish I could tell you. I don't know that. But what I do know is when we're playing really good football, when we start to do things right, things that we can count on, when we're every maximizing our players' input and what they can do and using the special qualities of our quarterbacks and our receivers and rushers and all of that, then we start to get close to figuring out where we can go. So when that press conference came on, um, I was with uh, Lofa Tatupu down in his Lofa. basement. Lofa T. I was or, or Lofa. And uh, Rob Sims, who was the mm -hmm. left guard at the time, and uh, he was down there, and so we watched it. And then Lofa says, I mean, it, I mean, I thought Lofa was going to be like, boy, it's on. Yes, yes, we got Pete. Yes. And it was different. He was like, well, get ready. Buckle up. There's about to be a lot of changes. And I was like, well, damn, that don't sound good. You know what I mean? What you, what you yeah. mean, Lofa? He was like, hey, yeah. man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. He yep. said it's about to be about to be different. Now I didn't I didn't think that that would equal success because that was in February, in March, because there was a time, KJ, that your boy was I needed a place to stay, and mm -hmm. so Rob Sims is the one who had me living in his place. Mm -hmm. So a month after Pete Carroll got here, he cut. Rob uh, Sims. Uh, he cut him. Yeah. And so, so the first thing I thought was is, I ain't got I'm, no place to I'm stay. Gone. Oh, you're I'm gone. Yeah. I ain't got no place to stay. Yeah. And so Rob was like, nah, G, you good. You're going to stay at my place. So first, I'm going to give love to Rob for giving me his place. And second, Rob don't mind me making this a little funny, but – the draft pick that they got for Rob was used on guess who? Cam Chancellor. Oh, Cam, Cam Chancellor. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It was a fifth round but, pick. Yeah, they they, they use it for, for, him. for fifth round. Yeah. But, you're right. But the last thing I want to uh, just say is this: um, in March of 2010, I was at the facility, and the first time I ever got a chance to meet Pete Carroll, and. Uh, outside of Mo Kelly's office on the side. And if you guys are listening right now, if you've ever gone to training camp and you've gone into the player's lot and you mm -hmm. got let off the bus, well, when you walk through, as you're going on the side of the building, mm -hmm. Mo Kelly's office is right there on the left. And mm -hmm. on the right, before the basketball hoop got in your meeting room, mm -hmm. the basketball hoop used to be outside, right mm -hmm. there, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take the keys back. I go to take some keys back, and I come out, and Pete Carroll's like, hey, 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 man, you, you want to play a game pick? Want to play a game pick? <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, you got to understand, like, before, previous, it was yeah. Mike Holmgren, right? And then it was Jim Moore. So here this head coach wants to play a game of pig. Oh, okay. Let if y'all don't know what pig is, it's a, it's a basketball game. 
game like like horse, right? Like horse. So I'm like, cool. Let me beat this dude real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, game one. <laughs> this dude beat me. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey. Let's, let's run it back. Let's run it back. Really? We go again. We go again. Really? This dude beat me again. <laughs> he said, he said, hey, hey, all right. Hey, all right, man. Well, hey, 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 nice to meet you, man. I said, hey, coach, hey, I want to get a rematch again. He said, okay, yeah, we'll get that. Do wow. you know, for damn 14 years, I've been trying to ask him for that rematch, <laughs> and I ain't never got it. But man, that was my—that's my Pete Carroll story right Yo. there, man. He—he he beat me, man. He beat—he—he he, he make you feel like the richest person in the room. He make yeah. you feel warm. He make you feel seen, mm -hmm. and just man, a loving spirit. The energy, like when you when you in his presence, he just—he just like he calms everything down. He makes you feel good about yourself when when shit is going bad. When when mayhem is is broken loose, he, he cool. Hey hey, we're gonna get this thing figured out. Hey, we're gonna be all good, fellas. Hey, we're gonna be all good. Awesome dude, man. And um, but, but hey, long long story long story short, man. Um, I ever tell you about the time I gave my father? So this always compete. I used to wear the wristband all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I gave it to my father because my father was just in love with Pete because, let's be real, this organization changed my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I ain't trying to get weird on y'all, but right there, that is the always compete that my father would wear. And right there, that's the last time that I saw my dad. Is, and he was wearing that always compete, man. So, man, shoot, I, ain't, I ain't about to cry on this damn podcast. That's what I ain't going to do. But uh, I know my life is different. Yeah. I know my life in the last 14 years is different than it was in 2010. Matter of fact, y'all want to see it when I first cleaned Pete's car? <laughs> Look it up. This is what, when I first cleaned Pete's car. What was, what, was, what was he riding in, man? Come on, man. Ah, look at the jack. <laughs> ah, look at the jack. No, I, see, I see a spot. I see a spot right there. You missed a spot. Wait, you see, you see, you see the before and after. You see the before and after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's that's March 2010 when I cleaned that. And Pete used to say the same thing to me every time when I would clean his car. Listen, we say, he say, hey, hey, hey. Make sure that uh, make sure it gets on my desk now. Make sure it gets on my desk. <laughs> the keys every time. But one time, but the, but but because the first time, I gave it to security, mm. and told security to put it up there. And so ever since after that, hey hey hey, make sure it gets on my desk, man. Bro, <laughs> do you do you think I ever let it not get on his desk? Mm -mm. Yeah, All right, man. Let's um, we want to keep we want to keep people long, man. We just want to. Mm -hmm. Share what Coach Carroll meant to us, and um, but I, I know people have a few questions. We get to just a few questions, and um, so what a Wednesday night? What's today? Wednesday, Wednesday night, and we'll call it a night. And um, let's make sure we before, all give Miss Flowers, man. Before we get to the questions, and I know there's a lot of people that wants to say, "G, you said he wasn't going nowhere." Let me address that. I was wrong. I was 1,000% wrong. Yeah. So, just want to let y'all know. Yeah, yeah. We ain't, we ain't right. anybody know. <laughs> Here we go. 
Cassie family says, can't imagine watching a Seahawks game without seeing Pete fired up on the sideline. Much love and gratitude to Pete for an amazing 14 years. Money, show Coach Carroll during the game, hyped up, juiced up, showing his personality. Show him fired up on the sideline. We, we got that for you, too. One more time. <laughs> one, one more time. One, money, one more time. One more time. Look, look at this. Woo! Woo! Oh! Oh! Can you <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Energy chewing it. that gun. Oh, I love it. Hey, 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 KJ, can I ask you something, man? Has doing this podcast, has this been hard on you? Yes. It's been really hard on me. I don't think I don't, people, people don't understand how hard it is for me to do this. Um, what makes it hard? With the position I'm in, I talk a lot about the good, and I also talk about the bad. And when you talk about the good, no one hears it. No one like, hey, bro, thank you for that, bro. Hey, hey that meant a lot to me, bro. I appreciate you, bro. That, that, thank you. But, gee, when I talk about the bad, what needs to be fixed, I hear about it. I see it in people's eyes. Um, I get phone calls saying, hey, bro, that's, that's some BS, bro. I ain't, I ain't appreciate that. You, um, you taking food out of my family's uh, mouth by saying what you're saying. You got a voice. And, um... You know my personality. I, I love all my guys. I love all my coaches. Mm -hmm. And when I hear that from people that I play with, share at the locker room with, that stings me to my core. When you when you say that I'm taking food out your kid's mouth, when you say that um, I'm not loyal, that 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 does hurt. But um, it's, it's what I chose to do. I know that. On KJ all day, I got to keep it a buck. And if people see that I'm lying or fluffing, they going to call me out. So I got to stay loyal to the truth. I got to stay but loyal KJ, to the truth always. But, KJ, one of the rules that we had on this show is to never call for anybody's job. We haven't called for people's job. I just call for people to do better. If I, if I see this, um, that you're slacking it, tighten up do better we see what doing better leads to we see what not being on your p's and q's leads to it does lead to people losing their jobs right. and so anything that i say on this show is for is to help is to assist it's free game take it or don't take it but when i do say it it's for the the best interest of everybody that I speak on. It's for the best interest. I'm not, I've never bashed anybody. Right. right. I'm only trying, I'm only here to spread the good news. So it is hard on me. The truth can sometimes be harsh, but the results are always fair. Next question. Eglet Snooper says, Pete for weekly film breakdowns? Question mark. I want that energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to do a KJ's Corner with Coach Carroll one day. 
we gonna oh. do a KJ's. We gonna do a KJ's corner with with Pete Carroll. Breakdown film. What he saw here. What led to this. One of my favorite moments during the football game. Okay. It's 2012. Okay. No, 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 no. Ah, well, you're, it was 20. It had to have been 2013. It was 2013. We played the San Francisco 49ers. Colin Kaepernick is at quarterback. Coach Carroll said, Cage, we're going to call this play. Watch for, Cal, watch for Kaepernick uh, keeping the ball. Watch for Kaepernick keeping the ball. But like, Coach, I'm supposed to be on the tight end when we call this play. I'm not supposed to be on the quarterback on this. He's like, Cage, he's going to keep the ball. They're going to run the trip. They're going to run the, the, the zone read. Go tackle the quarterback. I was like, all right. The call was strong stick stabber, sky zone. Stick stabber, sky zone. I'm the hot two player. I'm supposed to be on the tight end. They call the play. I see the formation. The tight end goes to my left. On paper, I'm supposed to go with the tight end. Right. You know what I did? What'd you do? I ran straight to Colin Kaepernick and got the TFL. <laughs> really? Straight to Colin Kaepernick and got the TFL. I got up, I did my Spider-Man dance, talking much. <laughs> hey, money. Money Mike, money Mike. Type in KJ Wright, San Francisco 49ers, me doing a celebration. It's Earl Thomas jumping on me, Cam Chancellor holding up the spider web, and Jordan Hill also holding up the spider web. KJ Wright, San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be me, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Jordan Hill. That was the exact play. He came up to me during the game. He said, we will call this call. Go tackle the quarterback. Man. And, 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 you, and, you, was, and you were still scared to trust it. But you know what? Uh, but, 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 KJ, that moment, that's where you say what you say. Are you all listening to the message? Even though the plan was for you to follow that tight end, he says, no, Cage, I want you to go right for the, the quarterback. Yes. And you did yes. what he said. I did it. <laughs> and um, we saw the results. When you listen to wisdom, when you listen to people that know more than you do, good things happen. Money, you got that? I don't know if you got that or not. Probably been tough to get. All right, let's get another one. Paul says, so sad. Pete was an amazing coach and had an amazing energy. I will miss the gum chewing. Will be interesting where we go from here. You got this one, G. Let me find this picture. Okay, you go ahead. Uh, yes, it will be interesting uh, where this organization goes from here. Uh, we, we do know that uh, John Schneider will be making that decision on what's to come and who's to come and be that next head coach for this team. And But whoever it is, it is going to be some um, big, big shoes to fill. Thanks, Paul. Next question. Bo Cook says, KJ, much love to you and G. We'll miss this era. What was your favorite Pete Carroll win ever? Also, can you do a final Pete Carroll impersonation for us? <laughs> favorite Pete Carroll win? Bo, oh, I played that for 10 years. Favorite P. Carroll win. G, you may have to help me out with this one. It's, it's so many. It's so many. No, Bo, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. My favorite P. Carroll moment is when he does the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Money Mike, can you pull that up? Play that. Play that <laughs> when Bruce was. Why does Bruce not do things 
with in in unison with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> play play money. Play that locker room clip. He probably know which one it is. It's a heck of a day. It's a heck of a day. It's so hard to get this done. We, hey, the elements we're about as challenging as get. We'll never ever play another game like that. Everybody, your attitude about it. Your attitude about it was so freaking strong. You were so right about it. You didn't. No sleeves. No sleeves. No sleeves. No Let's make sure we take this to the next step now. Have a have a ball with it today. We should love this thing up, and we come right on back and get it done. Let me ask you a question. Can you win the game in the first quarter? No. Can you win the game? Hell no. No. Can you win the game? That's it. That's it. That's my moment right there. I loved it every single time. No. 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 Yes. It got me every single time. But wait a minute, though. Hold on. Why was did, did, was that a normal thing, or did Bruce do that? Did Bruce do that all the time? Bruce, no, that was the first for Bruce. Bruce did not always do that. Okay. <laughs> Bruce did not always do that, but that, okay. that was classic. That was my favorite uh, moment after after a victory, after a comeback victory. Uh, somebody, uh, somebody said Bruce was yelling like your Wi-Fi. Listen. <laughs> oh, 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 who said that? Who said it? Uh, I, I, it's gone. I can't see it. My favorite win outside of the Super Bowl, okay, outside of that Super Bowl win, my favorite win is before you got here. 2010, the Seahawks are 7-9 and nine going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. At, it was Quest Field, it's Lumen Field today. And KJ, the Saints coming in town. Not many people thought that Seahawks would win that game. But the beast quake happens. And the reason why, the reason why that win is my second favorite win of all time, because I believe that that game right there, that's when it turned. Mm -hmm. That's when Seahawks fans got that dog to us. That's when we start. That put Seattle on the map. That's what that win did. I remember being at, at home. Where were you at? I was at my Aunt Tina house. They, they Saints fans. They Saints fans. I was like, damn. Who, who is it? I remember that game vividly. I, remember I was in, I had to been in, yeah, I was in college. That was my senior year in college. I remember the game vividly. That moment put Coach Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks on the map. Telling you, man, yep. it was just, it was, uh, and you know, I mean, this is the same Marshawn Lynch that. Let's be, let's be real, the Buffalo Bills didn't want Marshawn Lynch. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? They, and they, but the dude they, came here and just did it. Took a chance so, on it. Took a chance on mm-hmm. it. All right, what's next? Chris says, can't believe it's over. It's a sad day. To be honest, he deserved one more year. Trying to stay optimistic for next year. It is did a he, sad day. Did he, did he deserve one more year? I would have loved to seen it. Yeah, I would have loved to seen it. Too. All right, KJ, real quick, before we get to the next question, set up that play. Coach, T- Coach Carroll tells you, don't follow the tight end. <laughs> and it's your job. But you go straight to the quarterback. You listen, <laughs> yeah. play it, money. It's a picture. It ain't a play. <laughs> it's a oh, picture. You want to get the picture? <laughs> 
That's a picture. Yeah. <laughs> I had all the dramatics. <laughs> that's a picture. But Money that's, set me up. That's the play right there. That's look at my arms. Look at that wings. First of all, what kind of tackle is that? First of all, horrible technique. Wrong foot up, arms all wide. But that's the moment. Okay, 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 just, 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 just go to the quarterback. Just go to the quarterback. All right, coach. Man. I got you, all coach. Right. Yes, coach. All right, let's get to another one. Jordan says, KJ and G, how will players and fans react to a new coach after Pete's positive culture? Also, how does 14 years of defensive coaching impact next year? Well, with the player, you want, you got, well, you speak from a fan's perspective. From a fan's perspective, you talk about 14 years of defensive coaching. Let's keep it a buck. Last season, the Seahawks defense ranked 30th against the run. This season, they ranked 31st against the run. So when you start thinking of talking about defensive coaching, how will the new style be? All I know is how you've taught me, KJ. And here's the bottom line. What y'all used to do, when you got too high safety and you able to have them D linemen get busy, them linebackers cover, and you basically say, go ahead and beat us. We gonna do this to stop the run. And I've learned that in football, the person, the team that can rush for the most and stop the run wins the game. Not every team has Patrick Mahomes. Not every mm -hmm. team has this wizard of a quarterback. Who, who, who are the two teams right now that have a bye week in the playoffs? It's the Niners and it's the Ravens. Two teams that run the hell out of the football and two teams that stop the run really, really well. And so, Jordan, what's going on? I don't know, Jordan. Um, so, Jordan, what's going to happen is when a coach comes in, he sets the tone of what the culture is. He puts up, this is the philosophy. This is the standard. This is the team rules. And it's how he wants this new regime to look. And so from a fan's perspective, let's support him. Let's support him. When training camp comes, let's pack that thing out. Let's be at all the games. Let's scream like we always do. And it's going to be learning curves, obviously, but it's going to be fun. Next question. Matthew Davis says, love the show. G, you looking fresh for user. Man, I appreciate you, Matthew. Thank you. Appreciate that. What's next? Uh, CJ King. What's what about me? <laughs> G got a hat on and a chain. I got a chain on, too. Well, can I, well since, since you want a compliment, let me give it to you. Every time they show old pictures of you, I look at you today and I say, damn, you look good, KJ. You look damn I did, I, I good. Came, I done came a long way. Yes. Now, wait, did your, your wife loved you then, huh? Mm-hmm. Boy, and she got a bonus now. You like wine, <laughs> bro. You age fine as, as you get older. Appreciate Here we go. it. Appreciate it. Appreciate right. it. CJ King CJ says, man, it, he said, this shit hurt. How can you have so much love for someone Ooh. you never met? Man, Ooh. CJ. Ooh. Felt you, that. No, CJ, that's that's real. How can you have so much love for someone you never met? That that's deep. That's deep. Can you I, know, I, hey CJ, for anybody, I'm a, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. 
I'll, I'll tell you, you ask me about somebody and you ask me how they are, I'll tell you the truth. That Pete, the reason why it hurts and you've never met him, because the same person that you see, whether it's on TV, hear him on the radio, all that stuff, he's exactly that person. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I promise y'all. Ain't no faking when he, ain't, there's no faking when he gets on the camera. There's no faking on the sideline. I saw him 10 hours out the day for a decade. Same person from 2011 to 2023. Same dude since I laid eyes on him. Um, Honey Hole said, <laughs> just <laughs> silly man just rewatch y'all's interview with pete kj asked how do you want your players to remember you he said i want them to know i cared you just know he authentically did man i'm crushed with a crying emoji i remember asking him that question and he said i want them to know that i cared i want them to know that i loved him people it was so hard for him to say goodbye to a lot of us. It, 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 it was so hard for him to say goodbye. And sometimes <laughs> he, he really didn't. <laughs> he like, I, I can't even have this moment. It's, it's so hard for me to release you. It's so hard for me to make this trade. The guy really and truly cared for us as individuals. That's why when you saw us on TV, that's why when you saw us, when you came to the training camp, like we played for this guy because we knew how much he loved us. We played for Pete. You just saw what, what um, Wes Walker or Amendola, Danny Amendola just said about Bill Belichick. They said we worked for Bill. We worked for him. You know, every culture is different. Every franchise is different. But we played for Coach Carroll. We didn't work for him. We played for Pete Carroll. I'm crushed too. Can I? I don't know if I should share this, but uh, but I'm going to anyways. You decided to do this podcast today instead of doing something else. Why did you do this? What you talking about? What you mean? What I'm talking about? Instead of doing something else, oh. you could. Oh, you I, was, was, I was like, what you? Okay, why are you bring that up? I told you I probably shouldn't bring it up. Sometimes I just say weird stuff. I don't know. It's KJ all day. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> this, I, I, I guess I got to answer. No, I got to answer. I mean, yeah, I just, I you ain't got to say where it is. You ain't got to say where it is. I'm just saying that's why you do it. You don't want to answer it? Cool. We get to the next question. I, I didn't do it because we, we've created a family here. We've created a KJ all day family. And I know that us conversing with one another means a lot to this fan base. That's, that's why I did it. Cause I know this means a lot to you guys. Right. <laughs> You're funny. Next question. <laughs> By the way, these, these awkward moments be real y'all. Just so you know, uh, junior says it didn't hit me until I saw Richard Sherman Sherman's podcast. You could see it in his eyes. The way he spoke about Pete broke me. Richard Sherman and Coach Carroll go back to, I believe, high school. They go back to Stanford, USC. 
And when you talk about someone that was in Coach Carroll's office saying, we're doing this wrong, we need to do better at this, it was Richard Sherman. He was a guy that held Coach Carroll to, you know, a, a standard. He hit, Sherman was that guy. Sherman was that guy. KJ, KJ, let me ask you this. Now, I know all the parents that's listening right now. When somebody asks you, who's your favorite child? And you say, ooh, all of my kids. KJ, KJ, who, in your opinion, is Pete Carroll's favorite? Favorite player of all time is Earl is? Thomas. It's Earl Thomas. Really? This is the order. I'll tell you the order. Oh, you Are got you the order. Okay. Hold on. Right. Hey, write this down, y'all. KJ's <laughs> order. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I truly believe it's Earl Doug Sherm. I think it's Earl Doug Sherm. Where's Cam at? I gave you the top three. Okay. Earl Earl Doug Sherm. That's the top three. Earl Earl was his Earl was his guy. Earl Earl Earl's his dude. He showed highlight after highlight. I'm like, dang, coach. Other people made plays at practice too. He showed the way he was dialed into the details. The way he ran to the football. Mm -hmm. He loved the way Earl practiced. He loved the well, way how, Earl played. What, what, what would Earl say, and how would he say it sometimes in the meetings? Yeah, coach, I, I, I'm him. I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest coach. I, I, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm the greatest. <laughs> Earl would. Let me tell you a funny Earl story. This, this one time, Earl really pissed me off. He really, okay. he really pissed me off with this. Okay. Oh, I, I, I don't know if I should let this out. No, 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 let it out. Let it out. The people, they, 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 there's over 3,000 people here right now. Let it I out. I was so mad at Earl. Okay. Bro, we just lost the Super Bowl. We just lost. This ninja got in front of the team meeting room and he said, Yeah, man, um, if, if, if I was healthy, if I was 100%, yeah, we would have, we, we damn right would have won that game. We would have won the game if I was right. I said, bro, what, 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 what? shut up. You this didn't the, tell him to shut up. Hell no, I didn't tell him to shut up. In my brain, I did. <laughs> I said, this is, no, bro, this is, gee, it was so random when he did it. Cause coach was talking, we should have, you know, we should have won that game. This is on me, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. Hey, if, we, if I was hundred percent, if I was healthy, we would have won this game. Bro, be quiet. We, we're mourning right now. You talking about how great you are, how special you are. And if you was healthy, we would have won the Super Bowl. That pissed me off. Okay. Question. Did anybody say something? Hell no. <laughs> we was just as shocked as as anybody. Coach looked at him like and catch kept going. Yeah. So Didn't I, so you so you was quiet, but when he left, you gonna be talking again? <laughs> Shut up. I'm talking now. <laughs> it's Friday. I'm talking now. <laughs> yeah, man. But oh, that's the order. Man. Earl Doug Sherm. Man, KJL, you always got good stories, man. I got uh, I got I got a decade's worth. Next time, next time, say naysayer. Uh, what's the next one? 
I'd rather be flying, says, if Dan Quinn wasn't an option, yes, I heard you on that podcast earlier, <coughs> who would you want to bring in, college or NFL? What podcast are you hear me on? I'd rather be flying. The Zach Gelb show? I was on ESPN today, too. But who would I want to bring in? Um, I just saw what Jim Harbaugh did. I, first of all, I don't want Harbaugh. It won't but, be Harbaugh. I don't think But I, I, I'll say this. I will say this. Wherever Jim Harbaugh goes, he's going to be successful. Yep. He's going to win. He's, he's going to win. Yep. 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 But he I learned something. I learned something about Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Coaches really rock with Harbaugh, boy. KB coaches really rock, rock with Harbaugh? Co- yeah. Yeah. His position coaches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They rock with him. Yeah. Let me um yo, 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 hold up, G. You saw that man Boohoo crying, his offensive coordinator, when they won a game? This was for you, Coach Harbaugh. This was for you. Boy, you be Illinois. What, what you talking about? Sit, sit down. He crying. Tell me like, this one's for you. Yeah, I didn't like that example. He's old corny ass. Yeah, I didn't like that one. But I got one for you. <clears throat> I know all the names that have come up. I'm going to give you two names, and I'm going to go college. That it, possibility. You can say no to both, by the way. Lincoln Riley at USC. Chris Peterson used to be a former UW coach. Okay, cool. All right, next, next question. Karan Williams says, who is your ideal candidate for head coach vacancy? There's no replacing Pete, but who is ideal to get the Seahawks to the next step and make players accountable? Kalen DeBoer, question mark? Get your mind right Saturday night. Get your mind right Saturday night. Y'all know who I am right now? Get your mind right Saturday night. That's That's DQ? Every Saturday night meeting. That's how he opened it up. Get your mind right Saturday night. Oh, you get, shoulders get to bouncing. Hands get to sweating. He yeah. start getting us hyped up. Yeah. It's only one dude. It's only one dude, K-Will. It's only one dude. Kalen DeBoer. U-Dub, head coach. Oh. No, no. Stay in U-Dub. No. <clears throat> hey. Show you how much quick. college football I watch. I keep, I keep hearing... I, 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 look, of all the things, I mean, I've, I've not had to do a lot of things, but I always hear about y'all Saturday nights, man. Them Saturday nights used to be crunk, huh? It's sacred. It's, it's sacred. sacred. One Saturday you night. You can't, you, can't tell, you can't tell us no Saturday night stories. Now, hey, everybody, if you're listening, Saturday night, that's when they get together. That's when they stay at the team hotel when the next game is on Sunday. You can't tell us no Saturday night stories. Not one. It was one Saturday night. I get all my years mixed up. But it's okay. like the middle of the season. Stuff ain't going right with us. Coach Carroll trying to get us juiced up. We have a... It's a, it's a whiteboard. You know how you can roll in a whiteboard in, in school yeah. that you write on? Coach started talking. He started, you know, we got to bring the juice. We got to bring the energy. We got to bring the swag. We got to bring. Coach Carroll did a cartwheel 
I put this on G. He did a cartwheel. You know how you do a kid, at, you know, you a kid, you do a cartwheel at recess? Yeah. He did a cartwheel into the whiteboard and knocked that thing down. <laughs> I, I said, what? what? <laughs> 60 some. this man did. Let me stand up. You're not going to do no cartwheel. But he okay. got up. He got up. And he literally did it into the board. He like did it and like knocked it down. I said, this man is out of his mind. Right. Out of it's Saturday night. And so what think God about say? it. Y'all think we everybody got up yelling, screaming. But y'all think about it. Think about this. Seasons get long for us. They get long and sometimes they get redundant. Like, okay, here we go again. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers, week 15. What are you going to say to us now? Mm-hmm. Think about how creative you have to be to keep guys in it, to keep guys engaged, to keep them pumped up. He did not slack. He always came with it on Saturday night. He always came with it with those last means. When you go to bed, when you lay your head on your pillow, I'm programming your mind. Um, you will go to sleep thinking about me. You will go to sleep thinking about this juice that I'm bringing. So damn it, you better bring it too. Pro- master programmer, master programmer. That's what he do did. You still, do you still think about Pete's programming even as you're away from the game? Yes. Yes, I I carry those same things with me to this day. I carry those same things with me. Wow. All right, let's get to some more questions. Boy, KJ, you tell the stories today. G. Chan says, love all these stories, all this appreciation and respect. Normalize men showing their emotions and their love for their brothers and mentors. G. Chan, boy, I see you. Mm -hmm. I see you. Normalize. Mm. said, normalize men showing their emotions. Love that. Love that. We emotional creatures. Can I, can I show some emotions about something? I want to do it so bad. But I know why Earl gave the middle finger. You know why Earl gave the middle finger? I know he exactly why. Get, well, you stay with that. He was given the ming, middle finger to that field, Sherm's last game, Cam's last game, Earl's last game, Super Bowl 49, Cliff's last game, and Pete's last game. Oh, you got deep with that one. With Pete last game. Next question. I don't want to do this because I don't want nobody screenshotting me and putting it all over. I can't have that. No happen. one would do that to you, G. Yeah, no yeah. one would do that to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, because uh, some of y'all sent some stuff and y'all got me blocked by a quarterback. Next one, England. Oh. Mm-hmm. We'll oh. Talk about that in a second. No, we're not. We're not talking about that. It ain't about that today. Okay. Okay. England Snipper <laughs> says, based on all the tweets from former players, Pete really treated y'all like his own grandkids, didn't he? One of a kind guy. I had Eaglet. I had one coach call us. He's like, I'm y'all football daddy. I'm y'all football daddy. 
we got so mad. I was like, we ain't your, we ain't your not damn football daddy. I got one daddy. What the hell are you talking about? I'm your football. You are a football daddy. But when I take a step back, Eaglet, and I look at Coach Carroll, yes, he was like a football father. He was like that guy we looked up to. That 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 voice that was always there in our head. You know, you know your dad tell you something growing up, and it's yeah. and it's always in you. Like, what man, my daddy say that. My daddy told me. Same with Coach Carroll. He was he was that football father for us. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Some about daddy. You gotta say father. Daddy. Uh, uh. Football football father. Football father. That daddy part. No man. no. Gee, he said, I'm I'm your football daddy. I said, boy, if you don't get your ass up out of here, you ain't no daddy. Daddy. You know what, KJ? You be telling us a lot of stuff you said, and then you know I'm going to follow up. I'm going to follow up by saying, no, did you say that no. out loud? We said this. We said, we said, nah, and that ain't flying, coach. Nah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Was, we, got, we got one dad. I ain't played about that. Okay, you about to be okay. saying, I'm, you my daddy. <laughs> My daddy is Kenneth Wright Sr. <laughs> That's it. Uh, is, is, is he watching tonight? Pops should be watching. He'll never send no questions in. What's up, Pops? Just daddy, say you love. watching? Text me. Say, you think any of your family, uh, Tootsie and all that? Who? who? I'm Tootsie probably watching. If they're not watching live, they'll watch. They'll watch the rerun. Okay. Uh, okay, we got next. Sarah. Sarah, you always showing love. Sarah says, Pete said at his press conference that he'd missed the chance to be in another Super Bowl parade and call it the thrill of his lifetime. This man deserves his own parade. You know what else he deserves, Sarah? A statue right in front of Lumen Field. You know how Barry Sanders got a statue? Uh, Vince Lombardi got a statue? Ray Lewis got a statue? Coach Carroll deserves his own statue in front of Lumen Field. Don James got a statue, Husky Stadium. You calling it now? You saying that Pete Carroll needs that statue? He's getting it. I'm not. I'm, he, he's getting it. He's gonna be the first one to get it. Coach Carroll need that statue. But but Ooh. but gee, which 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 what picture should it be like? What what like iconic? What should it look like? Mm. What's, what 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 Pete Carroll vision should it look like? Get him throwing his gun, two hands up, headset on, get his shoes in there. They got to get the Monarchs right. You got to get the Monarchs. And I so know, I, he's. I love this. I just love this picture that I just sent to money. I just sent a picture to money. And uh, this picture was at uh, Cliff's uh, retirement party. Mm -hmm. And it's one of my favorite <laughs> pictures. Because right before Pete goes over there, you, you got were you there? You were, at, I'm, at, I'm in the I'm in the picture. Okay, just making sure. So boom, that <laughs> one right there. Oh, you in the back, security? <laughs> nah, man. But so let me just tell you. This is why I love that picture so much. I love that picture so much because uh, you guys were over there. You were hanging out. And Pete was standing there watching you. And mm. so before you guys called him over. Take the picture down, I, I said to Pete, I said, I said, Pete, what you thinking about? He said, oh, man, 
Look at this. Look at him. Oh, might not ever see this ever again. Mm. And then you guys start calling him over. Like, P, P, get over here. And he mm. came over to the crowd over there, and he got in the picture with y'all. Mm. He was just sitting there so, watching us. Watching. So if you were to put the statue at Lumen Field, uh, would you put it in the north north part of the stadium? Mm-mm. What would you, Mm-mm. Where would you put it at? I would put it. The north part is where that big, no. Yeah. Or would you put it on the side? Not, actually, the north is, I, is probably the only place to put it. Yeah, you got to put it on the north, huh? I would say put it in between the Mariner Stadium and Lumen. Because that's where the players nah, go through. Nah, it's too, yeah. It ain't enough yeah, traffic put, that way. It ain't enough traffic right, that way. Right, right, right. But I do like that. I do like the parade idea too. I, I love a, a, a Pete parade. All right, what we got next? Ray Mysterio, KJ's favorite wrestler. When Pete was thanking his wife, I was getting teary-eyed. Then my wife comes from the side and says, "Oh my God, are you crying?" Maybe I was. Okay. Bro. Well, just, 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 just for Ray Mysterio. Bro, let's run it back. I was. Hey, this got me. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. I've been blessed with like the rarest of best friends and uh, mentor, um, loving partner, the angel in my life. <laughs> this is worth crying for. Glenn, <laughs> uh, nobody would ever understand how significant. She's been through all of the stuff that we've been through and uh, how important she is as, a, as she's just been the angel in my life and I owe you everything. Beside every good man, there's an even better woman. And um, you know, people don't know about Glenna. She always been behind the scenes. She's always been supporting him. But you could just tell when he was crying, like, babe, I'm not standing up here without you. I'm not standing up here without you. <clears throat> you raised our kids. Long nights, I was gone. You supported me at SC, New York, New England. For a man to get up there and thank his wife like that further shows you why he's so special. Further shows why he's that special. Man. Yeah, man. Zachary Stewart says, Pete's book and his philosophy changed the whole way I teach music. My students are better because of Coach Carroll. His work spreads way beyond mm. ball. Man, Zachary, that's real, bro. Damn. No, no, no doubt. I want to. I want to wish a, a happy anniversary to Daddy Dennis. Daddy Dennis be checking out the show all the time. He one of the family members out there, uh, the uh, KJ All Day family. Daddy Dennis, happy anniversary. All right, what's next? I'm so curious how he teaches music. I, I would love to know. I would love if you could just put in the chat how you teach music the way Coach Carroll teaches. Yeah. Alex Santos says. KJ and G, is there a favorite story you have when you first met Pete Carroll? Well, Alex, I hope I paid our we paid those stories off. We told some of those earlier. So Yeah. It was it was Alex recap, it was when he first called me. 
it was when he first called me at draft day and I had to whisper, Coach, thank you so much. And he's, hey, hey, what, what's up, man? Hey, are you not pumped up? Like, we just took you. Pick number 99. What, what, what's, what's going on? I was like, Coach, I'm at graduation right now. I'm like, thank you, Coach. He's like, hey, guys, he's at graduation. Let's come. <laughs> that was my first interaction when I got to this organization was Coach Carroll giving me, um, you know, me, trying to get me pumped up mm-hmm. when I was coming, signing to the squad. And, Alex, I got beat at a game of pig. Not one game, but two games. Just As says, I've been a fan since Holmgren. Jim, and still remember in 2010 when I saw the news that we were getting a special coach by the name of Pete Carroll. Thanks, coach, for such great seasons and players. Well, I just want to tell y'all, as much as a lot of people will tell you that when Pete Carroll showed up, everybody at the VMAC was happy. Everybody was like, yeah, we about to win. Uh, it was actually the opposite. Nobody was excited and thought that Pete Carroll was going to come in here and do what he did. Now, I most probably transactions, said that. No, most transactions in NFL history. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. He built a culture. Chase Carey says, y'all were mentors to me in my childhood. Thanks, KJ. And Pete, and thanks, Pete. It was awesome, but I'm ready for the future. Go Hawks. Love y'all. Appreciate you, are Chase. You, are, are you comfortable? I don't know what just happened. Are you comfortable if I say I was thinking about something on the treadmill earlier? You ever realize you, you don't have to answer this, but I'm going to tell you from a fan's perspective, because you got to understand that if a child was six years old when Pete got here, that same child is 20 years old today. Right. If a child was 10 years old when f- Pete first got here, that child is now 24. Mm-hmm. I don't think sometimes you and the rest of this Seahawks era, the team, I don't think you realize that y'all superheroes to some of these young adults out here. For real. Like, like no, real, I, no, I, 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 I realize it. Superheroes. I realize it. I, I, I realize it. This guy sent me, I was at Muckleshoot Casino doing a watch party. A guy showed me a picture from 10 years ago. Buddy was like, yay, high, yay tall. Like, man, this was you and I 10 years ago, bro. And now he's 24. He's, I mean, he's 24. Man, was a kid. A kid. <laughs> He said, bro, it's, it's so nice to see you again. I knew you 10 years ago, and here he was. So I, I know we're legendary, did some cool stuff. When I was nine years old, nine years old, KJ, my favorite team, my favorite players, Walter Payton, Dave Durison, Gary Refrigerator Perry. Refrigerator Perry, McMahon. The Super Bowl shuffle. I was nine years old when they won the Super Bowl. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because they were superheroes to me. Yeah. Superheroes. And also, I was nine. The Bears has only made one Super Bowl appearance since, and they lost mm-hmm. to the Colts. Rex Grossman, Brian Urlacher. 
so I'm bringing that story up to try to say, hey, what man. We, what we captured, what we was able to capture, not too many people can call themselves champions. Not too many people can call themselves champions. And we did that as a city, though. That parade we had, G, the city, like, we did this. We brought a championship to this town. Fans, coaches, players, everybody was included in that. Everybody was included in that. Was Next that parade question. hype for you? What? Why did Mike pull up a picture of me at the parade? Pull me at the Super Bowl parade. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We'll go to the next question while he find that. Okay, uh, here we go. <clears throat> Donovan Hickman says, KJ, you as a linebacker coach, head coach, DQ, Sherm, and or Cam, DB coach. Let's bring LOB timers uh, in the building. And to build, it's more than one man. Go get it done, KJ. I can see this. Pete made y'all more than players. Y'all future coaches. Donovan, no, I'm going to let <laughs> – No, they ain't. Donovan, I'm going to let you into a conversation I had with Sherm last week. He brought this idea up. He said, Ken, Sherm called me Ken. He's like, Ken, you remember when we presented in front of the whole defense in um, 2016, how we gave the game plan to the whole team? We coached the team. He's like, man, we need to do that again. We need to go in there for, like, OTAs. Go there for training camp for like two weeks and just give the blueprint. Just teach the guys how to run the defense. I said, bro, I would love that. I would love that. So, Donovan, you speak in our lingo. Sherm said, I kid you not, not too long ago. And so just to come in there, you know, for a little bit, teach them how we see it from a player's mindset, I think it'll go a long way with them. You on to something, Donovan. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, somebody, Derry, just said that I didn't mention Wilbur Marshall. Look, I can go through the entire Bears team. I just wanted to stop. But Mil Wilbur Marshall was a dog. All right, here we go. Next question. Ocean Hills Detailer. What's up, man? All My all-day classic blue sweater came in. Mega fresh. Thanks. Today was a gut punch. I can't even think of a new head coach. You trust John Schneider? Yes. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, John John knows John know what he's doing. All right. So oh, and KJ, I'm glad you got the sweater. I'm glad you got the sweater. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey KJ, we had 60. We had 60. Oh, we got 60 questions to answer? Yeah. 59 now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, here we go. Let's go. Thank you, KJ and G, for everything this year. If we do hire DQ, do you think he'll bring in Gus Bradley for defensive coordinator and Kellen Moore for offensive coordinator? Uh, I don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't know. Not, not Gus. Gus not coming. I, I think Gus' next move is going to be a head coach. I don't, I don't yeah. think that Gus wants to make a lateral move as a defensive coordinator. He's already defensive coordinator with the coach right now. But, yeah, but, but, but Kellen Moore? I, I'm, I, I like Kellen. I like Kellen. Me too. I'm Me a Kellen too. fan. I'm a Kellen fan. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, uh, here we go. Next. Uh, Brody uh, Richard says, I think I speak for all Seahawks fans. We will love and miss Pete as head coach. 
Don't be sad the era is over. Be glad it happened. I hope Amen. to find either a head coach or an OC that will highlight our playmakers more in a defeat, a, a DC that emphasizes the line of scrimmage. Amen, Brody. This is a celebration. Today is a celebration. Like, he, we're, we're happy. We're happy of what he accomplished. You better believe it. Bittersweet moment, obviously, but we're happy of what he captured for everybody. So you hit that right on the head. So OC, DC, we'll see what happens next. Really quick, though, mm -hmm. a part that people don't see is that when a head coach gets fired, a lot of jobs are lost after this. A lot of jobs are lost after this. And so it's not just Coach Carroll's leaving. It's a lot of other people that got to find new homes, new jobs, their kids. Got to find new schools. You got to sell your house. Like it's 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 so much, and it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I want well since you brought that up, man. I just want to take this time to really uh, give a shout out to all coaches impacted by the day and their families, loved ones. You know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt going on today. Mm -hmm. This is real. And if there's one thing I've learned. About, I mean, hey, KJ, you, your friends, coaches, all that, I don't care. Financial situations doesn't make you not human. You're still human. So, mm -hmm. so shout out to that. Uh, real quick, before we get to the next question, uh, KJ, how did you look back then at the Super show Bowl the, party? Super show, Bowl. The, show the picture, Mother Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this was back when Old Bay was. You remember Old Bay, the the the, the clothing brand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Old Bay. Hoodie. I don't know why I got that 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 um demonic hoodie on, and them weak ass gloves that didn't keep my hands warm. What kind of coat is that, KJ? <laughs> I mean, good lord! <laughs> this is leather jacket. It's a leather jacket. <laughs> and you got you got a hat, you got a sweater jacket on. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey Sean, hey Sean, Sean M, Sean M say you look like Obey seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Hey man. <sighs> hey, I, you know where I got that from? Uh South Center Mall. That was my spot. I went to the South Center Mall, yeah. right to the second floor. Let me go to Obey, see what they got. Okay. Oh boy, uh, it was an Obey seasoning. Okay, what's that? Right, let's roll uh, through. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's roll. Uh, okay. All right. Fast Seven says, "Don't think anyone hates Pete. I feel the problem with Pete is that he can't adapt to the new generation. McVeigh and Kyle are younger, and they know how to deal with this new generation. What are your thoughts? I, hey, I, this, it's a new generation. I said it's a new wave of men coming up." They go home, play Call of Duty. They they scrolling mindlessly on TikTok. I swear to God, this is the answer. Next question. <laughs> Angel says, "Is Dan is Dan Quinn a no BS coach who could put a stop to the antics on the Seahawks?" He know how to keep it real. He authentic. Knows how to hold guys accountable. He he's going to bring in a coaching staff that's going to do just the same thing. Mm -hmm. No BS. No 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 BS. You didn't shop Get your mind right Saturday night. 
Hey, I'm by the way, that's gonna be my new thing. Babe, get your mind right Saturday night. She like, boy, you ain't about to do nothing. Get your ass in there for this. Get, get, hurry up, get your ass in there. All right, next one. Get ready for these two minutes, you guys. You just got two minutes tonight. <laughs> two minutes. All right, come on, is hurry that, up. Is that is that your cat Williams? <laughs> no, it's Lillian. I'm Lillian. You got two minutes. I'm, I'm Lillian. Get your, you, you got two minutes. Get your mind right. Saturday night. Watch somebody, somebody <laughs> is on oh, this Saturday is gonna pull that, and the next time we come on, they gonna tell us that they said, "Get your mind right Saturday night." All right, Saturday night, <laughs> Mister Nasty Time. <laughs> uh, Fat Seven says, "I know you guys love JSN, but I feel like he gambles with the draft. We need a mean? defense, but they took JSN." And Charbonnet in the first round. He struck gold with the LOB, but you can't draft low every year. Oh, Char- oh I see what Charbonnet, see. Charbonnet wasn't in the first round. And I believe that uh, they drafted the future with Devin Witherspoon and JSN. Absolutely. That he gambled. So I think he's talking about Snyder, what they did. He struck gold with the LOB. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't draft low every year. Yeah, we'll see how they attack it. The, the way it's going to present itself, who's on the board? Who's on the board? And I know they mindset is we want to take the best player on the board. They don't want to reach. They don't want to reach. Put that on the sweater. Get your mind right Saturday night. Ray Mysterio says, I remember when I was mad because Pete drafted Earl over Taylor Mays. I I only wanted Taylor because he was from Seattle's. Good job, Pete. Hey, Ray Mysterio, me too. I, I me, coached yep, Taylor I Mays' little brother. Taylor Mays, Mr. Mays, was the you, most you know incredible. Mr. Mays? What? You know his wife? Yes. Yes. Boys and Girls Club? Yes. Yes. I used to coach their youngest son. Those are great people. Yeah. But let me tell you. Hey. I hey, like a coach Mays. Hey, Mr. Mr. Mays? I call him Mr. Mays. I got I to gotta, I gotta tell you something, Mr. Mays. Back in the day, I got this from him, by the way. And I don't know if he'll ever see this. But after every time I would coach after the game, he used to always come up to me and say, hey, hey, thanks a lot. Always appreciate you. He shake my hand and I walk away. Hundred dollar bill. What? Mr. Mays would give me a hundred dollar bill. And to this day, I've done the same thing for others because of you, Mr. Mays. Wow. Thank you. But them wow. hundred, hey, hold on. I was broke as hell. I needed that. I mean, that hundred dollars back. This back when a hundred dollars used to last me two weeks. Mm-hmm. This this one gas was ninety nine cents. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, next one. What we got? Uh, Alcagita says thoughts on Mike McDonald, Ravens DC, as possibly head coach for the Hawks. Y'all know that meme that 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 that, that big. Fat white guy with the glasses do this. You know that that gif, that gif, whatever they call it. Money like pull up that gif, gif, whatever they call it. Thumbs down. No, 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 no. I want him to come in. Only want one guy. Hey, so on the on the t-shirts, Holly R says, "Is it gonna say get your mind right?" W R I-G-H-T, 
get your mind right, it's Saturday night. No, nah, just do R-I-G-H-T. Just do R-I-G-H-T. <laughs> yeah, mine going to say W-R-G, but for you, <laughs> and when you go to your, your, your significant other, do R-I-G-H-T. I'm a grown man. I ain't, never, I ain't wearing your jersey. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Ilya says, how do you think the next head coach will go about Geno Smith? I don't know. I haven't seen Geno Smith in a while. I can't. I can't see his stuff. All right, let me. let it out, G. Let it out, dang it. Let it out. No, I mean, <laughs> I, let I, it I, out. Okay, I'll let it out. I'll let it out. I find it interesting that I was one of the main ones. Main ones. Do, do, does anybody remember when we called a special podcast? so that we can make sure that people support the quarterback. Anybody remember that? We did that. So you never heard about those things, but I say, how was the season? And I say average. And then I hear about the tweets on social media with average up there. And I get blocked. I'm not even, I'm not even, not even following you. I get I blocked. Was, uh, this is this is a non-biased thing I'm about to say to you, G. Yeah. Um, you were rocking with Gino all year long. You you were rocking with Gino when they were bashing him, when they was calling his name out, when they was trashing him. You was rocking with Gino. And when I did find out you got blocked, I was surprised. I, I was surprised. I, th I think it may have been the Salisbury steak comment. The Salisbury steak, I think that's what did it. But that's how, that's, how, that's what I said earlier. You say a lot of good stuff, but one bad thing, that's what get back to the guys. Here, here, here's the thing. I mean, the crazy part is, it's not like I was following him in the first place. You reached out to me to go find me and block me. But it's okay. Still love for you. I'm always going to keep it what's on the field. All good. All good. Here we go. Next. Centura says, Dave Canales as next head coach. And KJ used to aim for your face at <laughs> FSP. <laughs> Why was you aiming for my face? And what were you doing to aim for my face? Probably like throwing the medicine ball up. But Dave Canales, this is his first year as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator. Phenomenal job re re reviving Baker Mayfield's career and getting them guys to the playoffs. And they're going to mess around and win, too. They're going to mess around and beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And so, but no, first year's OC, good job, Canales. But he's not ready yet. Hey, can you, can, can, can money post that uh, that gift or that screenshot of that dude? <laughs> oh shit! Let what me happened? let me answer this phone. They called me twice. Let me answer this really quick. Hold up. Let me mute okay. myself. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Come on, money. Oh, hold on, hold on. I can tell right now. I can tell. I can see it in KJ's face right now. He getting a call. You know who that is? I bet you. I, ain't, I, I bet you when he get back, he going to say, that's coach. You can see the look. He got that look like, right? You can tell he on the phone with somebody. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's coach right there. I guarantee it. 
Watch. We're going to see. KJ. What? Who is that? Nosy. Touch your nose. Nosy? What was you saying? I was hearing you saying something. Oh, you want to know what I said? You saying I something. Said, I said the look that you have on your face, you had a look as if that was Coach Pete Carroll. No, it wasn't Coach Carroll. It was a coach, though. It wasn't Coach Carroll, though. No, 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 because people going to think that you meant after the coach, before the phone call came in, I asked for that gift because somebody going to roll it and be like, KJ got off the phone and it was this right here. And, I, and by the way, I'm a grown man and you just made me touch my nose in front of the people. Sorry. Hey, bro, it's a lot. It's a lot happening right now. Hold up, bro. I'm like, I'm like Adam Schefter right now. Oh, man. Well, look, let me answer some questions while you figure that out. Uh, Brian Brownie says, no Cat Williams tonight with Jody and Pete? Going to miss him. Good stuff. Next one. EP says, G, good to see you, man. Pete a legend. I just hope whoever comes in keeps the old heads, KJ, LOL, around the building. Coach Fatui says, what's up, G? Ah, Coach Lee Fatui, D-line coach for Eastside Catholic. Love Coach Lee. That's my guy right there. Y'all see Coach Lee out there, tell him I said I love him. Next one. Well, you got that smile on your face. Najee says, Pete has to raise his flag at the first home game of the season. I don't disagree with that. Next one. Taylor, the ta that's the tax lady. What's up, tax lady? I'm so glad I was able to get a photo with Pete last training camp. I'll truly miss him on the sideline fun and that gum. Everything all right, bro? <laughs> ain't nobody mad. Ain't nobody no, mad ain't, at it. No, ain't, ain't nobody mad, but it's like, it's like some, the person that just called me, right called me i'm like why you call me then somebody just texted me saying something else i'm not saying shit, so don't ask me okay next question did we, did we say something but did we just did we say anything wrong no 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 there's nothing like that. nothing like that. nothing like that. nothing like that okay doing this podcast is hard ain't it it's not is people it's, it's, it's hell yeah, it's hard. It's like a code. I, it's like a code I gotta protect and respect, but I also owe a responsibility to everyone here. And I don't want to be what? that. But you know, you know what I told one of my teammates the other day. I, I kid what? you not. I told my teammates the other day. I said, bro, you know how I feel. I said I feel like an op. When when people look at me, they like, oh, that's the op right there. He, 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 we can't mess with that dude. He an op. You know what the op is? Yeah, like you the, you the feds. You the fed. You a rat. You yeah, a snitch. Yeah. You yeah. a punk. Mm -hmm. I told him this is exactly how I feel. And I kid you not, a wave of people came in and let me, they let me know how they felt about me. Next question. I'm sick. But right did now. you, did you, did you, 
Did you call? Okay, well, okay. Before we move Gee, on. no. You know what okay, I said on here. Okay, okay. Kelso, Kelso says, Pete, thank you for historical 14 years. Thank you, KJ and G, for this insight and sharing info, uh, sharing of your stories. Much appreciated. Next. Thank you, Kelso. Thank you. Thank you, Kelso. Uh, Miller Mills says, to what extent do you think Pete will contribute to finding the new head coach? Love you, KJ and G. Well, we is to be determined. We don't know what his role is advisory role front office role we don't know how in depth he would be so we just got to wait and, and see i just know that at practice i feel like he, he could be boots on the ground at practice he could be boots on the ground I, that's just my intuition do you think that people like you nate burleson shannon sharp all the former players uh that are up there in the limelight these days all go through and have a hard time with this whole media stuff I think the difference is Nate Burleson speaks more of the 32 teams when he's like on Good Morning Football. I'm really focused here, so I hit the heart. I hit home. If I said the same thing I said on when I go on like ESPN or NFL Network, it wouldn't hit the same if I like talking about the Bills or the Patriots or the Rams. But when I talk about these guys, it hits home. Because I know that I'm only two years removed. And so, basically, it would be like the default answer would be, oh, man, that dude don't know what he's talking about. That dude don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. So it's easier to be able to say that about somebody on the, if on I, a bigger scale. Yeah, if I said that about the, the um, Cincinnati Bengals. Right. Oh, he don't know what he's talking about. But Okay, gotcha. Next one. That quesadilla, KJ, holding dudes to the standard, and they mad? Next one. Sean Wally says, why do you think Jody Allen doesn't have a press conference and face the music? Mm, Sean, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that, Sean? I, I'll answer that. I just, don't, I, don't, I just don't think that. I don't, I don't know this, but I don't think Jody Allen wants to. That's, that's not her thing. She's, she's not like the other owners in the league that like to be in the videos, dance. You know, yep. you know and, I, and, and, and I never saw Paul Allen do that either. No, I never saw Paul thing. Allen do a, a press conference. Next Vulcan. Question. Zach Stover says, John obviously wants more control, and Pete becomes his biggest fan in true Pete fashion, but he wants to keep coaching. Does he end up coaching NFL or NCAA? Yeah, um, to, to say that he's done coaching, I don't see that. He He's still – it's his makeup. It's, it's his makeup. It's his DNA. He's you not think, just going to – You think he coaches again? I, I don't think he – I don't think he goes and puts on that coaching hat, head coach, but I do think that he will mix, mix and mingle with guys. He will just find a way to just get his hands on somebody and to just share what he knows. So, you know, he'll, I think he'll float around and just go up to guys and say, hey, hey, let's do this, do that, do that, and then go about his business. That's what I think. <clears throat> Flumshed said, from a player's perspective, what do you think Seahawks never really understood about Coach Carroll? Mm, mm, You getting, you getting. Here's, here's the thing with with this group of guys. 
How do I explain this? I feel like they heard him. I just feel like I was surrounded around greatness, right? I was surrounded with with strong personalities, guys that were obsessed, like I said earlier, guys that were obsessed with football. I just look at these guys and I feel like they were just so distracted, so distracted, like to pull out a cigar when you're going home, when the season is over, something's not, something's not right up here. It's, it's, it's something, something's missing for you to pull out a cigar when the season is over. And so I, I don't think, I think the coach was preaching. He was harping. He was saying, you got to buy in. But they just didn't connect with him. That's what went wrong with these guys. That's what went wrong. So it's a new, it's a new age of men. It's a new age of guys. Next one. Sexy Seahawks says, what do you think about people like Brandon Nelson wearing a bag on their head that said, fire Pete Carroll, talking-ish big time about Coach Carroll, and then all of a sudden, oh, thank you, Carroll, while still continuing to talk his ish. I don't know, I don't know Brandon. Brandon Nelson. I don't know him either. But, so Brandon Nelson had a, a bag over his head saying, fire him, and now he's saying, oh, thank you. I'm like, hey, that's – a lot of people did. A lot of people throughout the season been calling – to to fire a coach. Next one. Now you're looking like some sad puppies. Flumshit said, as a player, what do you think is a quality in Pete Carroll that you saw and appreciated that may be lost on or underappreciated by Seahawks fans? What you guys saw was game day. You guys saw Mr. Happy, excited, chewing gum, throwing it. Um, excited guy. That's what you guys saw. What I saw was a man – how do I explain this? What I saw was a man that really took time to get to know us. I saw a man that really took time to show how much he cared about us. I saw a man that loved me. Like, I, I could really say that Coach Carroll loves me. I feel confident and say that with our relationship, we have, it's not a football love. We have a connection that was made through football. Right, if he needs anything in this world, I'm gonna always be there for him. If I need anything in this world, he assures me to, to call me, call me. When I'm doing my media thing, he said, "Cage, call me. Like, come, come by. I want, I want to help you get this thing right. I want to help you get your career right." That's that's the stuff that y'all don't see, that that he has done for me and many other guys. And so, just authentic, authentic, authentic. I can't say it enough. He, he's my guy. He's for go forever. Be my guy. Right. Uh, Gumboy says, "Thank you guys for all the Seahawks coverage. I work a lot and can't attend every live, but I attended the Commanders game and I appreciated the salute to service night and being part of the Twelves for the first time ever. Love you guys. Mm. Appreciate you too. Appreciate, Appreciate you, you too, man. Thank you for rocking with us. It's, it was a fun season." A fun season. We we, Jay, you know how much you know how, you know how much I laughed on this damn show. You know how much you know how much I've been smiling every time I come on this show. This thing was fun. 
Y'all crazy tail made it fun. Roasting my internet. <laughs> uh, calling me out. Calling G out. Like, I really had some fun this football season. We had a good time. What number are we at, Josh? Josh says, uh, over the last 14 years of the Pete Carroll era, who had the stinkiest farts on the team plane? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, plane. Let me get a plane story. Let me get a cool airplane story. So I sat next to Sherm. Sherm was my like plane mate. Dang, I'm trying to think of a plain story for you, Josh. I ain't got one. I'm going to come back to you, Josh. When I think of my plain story, I got you. But I ain't got no stinkiest smell farts on the plane. Uh, G and KJ, I hope you guys stay with us fans throughout this next uh, coaching era. KJ, I've been watching you since I was a kid. And G, I found out about you by watching G Jr. and Z at Eastside Catholic. Mm. You are both great men. Thanks. Hey, appreciate you, Angel. Thank you. Thank you, Angel. Appreciate, Appreciate you. That. Appreciate you. Oh, we, we, rocking, we, we rocking through the next coaching area. We're doing this Nick, hand in Nick, hand, arm in arm. Nicholas says, I appreciate the community you have created here. The way you speak from the heart makes me hopeful about much more than just a team. And G is right. You look, your looks are improving, KJ. <laughs> <laughs> Deep bows to you both. Hey, thank you, Nicholas. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've, I've, I've come a long way. Appreciate you. Karen Nixon says, thank you for sharing your heart, stories, experience, the unconditional love, kindness, true feeling, care by, about Pete, and the love and care you have for him. Lifetime of the best. Pete changed so many lives in a blessing. I'm surprised I, I didn't start crying on this show. I'm really, I'm really surprised. The only, the only thing that kept me from crying today was me knowing that he's still here. That's the only thing that kept me from from booing like a baby that he's still gonna be a part of this organization. But um, Karen, I didn't even hit half the stories. I got so much more. I got so much more. We'll we'll get to them if hopefully these questions continue. Brett Diggs says, KJ, do you keep in touch with Earl and BB in retirement? Like how it seems, all you other guys keep in touch. Always been one of my favorite guys of the LOB. I call. I ask about BB all the time. I ask Sherm how BB's doing. I've called Earl. We've texted but haven't spoken since the Ravens game. We haven't spoken since the Ravens came to Seattle and I saw him there. But it's been text, but face FaceTime, no. Talking on the phone, no. Kara says, KJ, who was your favorite person to play the game with? I've been a Seahawks fan since 1976. I still remember Ground Chuck as the coach. There will never be another Legion of Boom and Coach Carroll. Easy. My linebackers. I love each and every guy that came in that room. Mike Morgan, Malcolm Smith, Bobby Wagner, Bruce Irvin, Kevin Pierre-Louis, Brock Coyle, DJ Alexander. I can keep going. I can keep going. I love my linebackers. A linebacker never forgets. Let me say it again. A linebacker never forgets. I can, you don't even know what that means, G. That's why you're looking at me like that. You don't even know what that means. A linebacker never forgets? No, I don't know what that means. What, what, what am I supposed to I speak English. What's this next, what it mean? Next question. A linebacker never forgets. You don't even know what that means. That's a conversation for another day. Okay, I, don't. <laughs> I mean, we're here now. It's too long. All it's right. too long to explain. All right. Uh, Britt Diggs says, KJ, what's the extent of the advisor role for Pete? 
Does an advisor still get access to the players? How do you envision that being handled? How I envision it is for an office, you know, doing your thing, watching film, scouting guys, saying, hey, I like this guy, I love this guy. I practice you in all the you in all the team meetings, all in the position meetings, and yes, you get access to the players. And me knowing his personality, he's gonna put his little he's gonna put his little his little secret sauce on him. It's, you know, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna fall back, but when he can, when he sees an opportunity, he'll put his his little special sauce on the guys. Imagine. I hope he does that. Uh, Hostile Warrior says, I think a lot of people can put into perspective what Pete did for the city, for the team, and for people's mentality. He mm. taught us life through football. He taught us mm. to believe. Mm. Yes, he did. Hey, yes, he did. Taught and us by life. By the way, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to a lot of different versions that come out about the stories. There's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. KJ, you're going to get to tell your story. Man, each guy that came on this show, the Lukes, the Jermaines, the Mebanes, each guy had a Coach Carroll story. We go pick it right back up and just have more guys talk about them. Can I just tell you this? I hope that Arizona also wasn't the last place that Bobby plays to. All right, next one. Holly R. says, thank you, KJ, for sharing your heart, great memories, and moments of Pete in the Venera. Forever our coach. We love you, Pete. Go Hawks. Get that statue. Next. Uh, JM Kick says, why didn't the Seahawks let Coach Carroll finish this last year? Were they already hunting for a new head coach? No. No, no, no. They weren't hunting. They saw we finished 9-8. and eight. They saw that you know, it was a big letdown. And so they – mutually decided you know, you know let's 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 end this thing mm -hmm. um brian stewart says many thanks kj and g for these sessions and your truth all session uh plus all season. Uh, all season plus the questions will you issue a kj hoodie in hawks navy and all day type in hawks green let's go maybe one day i haven't gotten that far yet we still got black and blue ones to sell. So before I try to put out some new ones, I'm trying to sell these bad boys. Go to kjalldaypodcast.com to get your hoodie. Okay. We got uh, Midnight Cathedral says, do you think Earl is still pissed at Pete or is it water under the bridge? <sighs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, we, there's no way I can. Do I think he's still pissed at Pete? No. I don't think so. But do I think it's water on the bridge? No, to that too. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Josiah, what's up, Josiah? Breaking news. Come on, Stop Josiah. Stop playing, Josiah. We ain't got time to play tonight, bro. What are he says? <laughs> Y'all read silly. what he says. Couple Josiah. Silly. But he. What are you the tweet? What are your? What are the tweets? Uh, your former teammates start letting loose with with this question. P.S. Praying we hire DQ. What would both your thoughts be? Harbaugh, no. Wherever Harbaugh goes, he's going to win. But uh, DQ, I want DQ. Illa says, what do you think about Nick Saban retiring? So you know what Nick Saban about to do? Nick Saban need to replace Lee Corso on college game day. Please, Nick Saban, go replace Lee Corso. I'm tired of that fossil on TV. I'm tired of that fossil. Put Nick Saban. He's a fossil, bro. He's old. I, 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 
He's old. Yeah. I, I I know, but we gotta we gotta show love to our seniors. Come on, man. One day right, we gonna right. get old too. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Can next, I call them? No, 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 no. Can I call no, him a no, grandpa? No. I can call no, him a great grandpa. No. Yes, yes, yes. Grandpa, grandpa. Let's get that great grandpa out of there. Uh, no, no, KJ, no. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, next no, question, next question. No. <laughs> Kyle says, KJ and G changing the game. Your sacrifices don't go unappreciated. Best sports talk show in the game. Leaders are people you mm. want to follow. People knew people are the key. Pete knew people are the key to everything. Love all day, fam. You want to know one of the biggest sacrifices we made? was when we went to Dallas. We went to Dallas. Bruh, that traffic, we got on at like 12, 11 o'clock. It took me forever to get to you, took you. It took you a minute. It took you a long ass time, actually. I had and to get dropped off and then take an Uber. Yeah, anyway, okay. that, yeah. Next. thank y'all. Thank, thank you for, for, thank you, for, for peeping that, Kyle. Next. Illis says, what do you think about Pete Carroll returning <laughs> to college football? Maybe Alabama. No. Next. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, what Coach Carroll from? Uh, Southern Cal? No, C Coach Carroll from the Bay. No. Coach Carroll from the San Bay. Francisco. Next. Him going to the uh, Mark, Deep South Alabama. Mark, San nah. Mark Sanchez says, I've been a Hawks fan since 1988. I was four. And for years, I was four. And for years old then. And this franchise never got any respect. Pete gave us that. And then some. Wish list. Uh, Dan Quinn, Kalen DeBoer, Brian Flores, Mike Tomlin, long shot, Eric Bieniemy. Okay, good stuff. Next one. This the Mark Sanchez? No. No. Angel says, uh, Mike McDonald, Ravens, top five defense in 2022, number one in 2023. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going against what you said. I don't think they go defense this time. I think they go offense. They're not going offense. Uh, Steve says, leaving Seattle, moving to L.A. will be easier for myself with no Pete. Oh, you moving done. to L.A.? Next question. G, where do you buy your shoes? My wife is obsessed <laughs> with what you wore for the Thanksgiving game. Got to get some. I don't. I get my shoes different places. Where you get them spiky shoes? Them spiky shoes that you be wearing with the red bottoms at the bottom of it. Oh, those those is Christian Louboutins. Hey, hey so Dave, just how come, just how so come, you ain't never gave me one compliment on any of my shoes. Now you one time. You really want to know why? You really want to know why I don't get compliments your shoes? Cause I know you want the compliment. <laughs> I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you. No, cause I know you want. It. I know you try so hard, and I'm not. I'm not saying it. So you, I want to ask. I want to ask people watching right now. Is KJ a hater for not giving me one compliment? <laughs> I'm not complimenting. Not one. Not one time. You. I mean, one frame. Like damn, man. I like your shoes. You'll never see me do it. I'll compliment you from the ankles up. <laughs> but I know you're a shoe guy. I know you're a shoe guy. All right, fair enough. I got, I got, a, I got a story about my aunt Tina when we went to Africa, because she's a shoe okay. person, and she gave this mm -hmm. really heartfelt story about when she, when she went to Africa and saw the kids with no shoes. So I'll say that for another day. Okay. Next one. 
Fats Seven says, only reason I want Harbaugh is if he gets the Hawks a ring, we can rub it into the Niners fans, uh, into the Niners fans. It would be such a good revenge story for him and us. Why did Harbaugh get fired from the Ravens? You, what you happened there? The Niners. The Niners. I'm, I'm tripping. The, the, the Niners. What happened there? Why did he leave the Niners? He was all, look. Because he always kind of wears out his welcome. He was about to be done at the team up north over there, and then he beat Ohio State. <laughs> that, that, that saved him. It, 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 that saved him, 2021. Yeah. Then 2022, then, of course, 2023. So he was well, he, about to be out then. He's a winner, man. He's a winner. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Okay, here we go. But he, but he stepped down with the Niners. J7 says, will KJ ever feature on Club Shay Shay? Yeah, I ain't ready for Club Shay Shay. He, 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 he bring it all out. He, he bring it all out. He got Marshawn to talk. He got, Mar he got Marshawn to talk. He, he, he bring it out of you. One day, one hey, day. Uh, can, you, can you give me props? Sean Wally just said, I sold one pair of shoes. At the title shift for five grand. Did you like those shoes? I love those shoes. I, I, yeah, I, I peep you from head to toe, man. I peep you from head to toe. Michael Follett says, biggest offseason in Seahawks history? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't say that. But it's a big yeah. offseason. This <laughs> When, when Russ got traded, that was big. Mm. When Bobby came back... That was a captivating moment for the city. This, this captivated this, this city as well. Next I, th one. I, think, I, th I think the rush trade may, may be number one, though. Uh, Scott says, come back to the season. Come back to the reason why E.T. threw the finger from K.J.'s opinion. Ooh. Why, Scott? <laughs> so... We all know that Earl wanted a new contract. Earl was fighting for a contract. He was holding out. He was holding out. He held all the way until week one of the regular season, and he decided to play. And the worst thing that can happen for a player during contract year is to have a season-ending injury. That's what Earl suffered that year. He broke his tibia. He broke his leg. So I think that was um, – to hell with y'all and I hate I, I to this day G, I hate that that's the last impression that this fan base had of Earl Thomas all the good stuff he did all the all the great stuff Earl Thomas did that's the last impression they have of him on a stretcher sticking up his middle finger to the Seahawks sideline to this day that still has bothered me all right KJ look man we had two hours and 19 minutes you got to get ready to roll. I got to get ready to roll. So how are we going to do this? How many? I, I can't see how many questions we got. I don't know how you 30, see it, but I can't 34, see it. 34. Oh, we, oh, we good. We good. Okay, you ready? Let's, Let's go. Let's these off. Okay, here we go. Uh, 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 Bear Trek says, been watching you both all season but never commented. Had to write this to say thank you both for mourning with us tonight. Family. Appreciate, you, Appreciate man. you, Thank you. Appreciate you. Ken Johnson says, Lynn Wilkins, Don James, Pete Carroll equaled Seattle championship coaching legends. 
Lenny Wilkins Way. He got his own street. Mm, they got it. Okay, we need street. a Pete. Na- okay, here's Seahawks. Name name Pete Carroll Way. Where V Mac is. Pete Carroll Way. I'm I was thinking where Lumen Field is. Pete Carroll Way. Both of them. Fuck it. Both of them. Both streets. Uh, Ryan S says, How does Pete's legacy in Seattle impact who you've developed as a person and discover yourself? How oh, excuse me. How does Pete's legacy in Seattle impact who you've developed as, as a, a person, person. And, dis- and discover yourselves? I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying. For the past two hours and 20 minutes, I've expressed what he put in my spirit, the, the life lessons he t- that, he, that he instilled in me. I'm going to instill in my kids. I'm going to instill in my kids how to compete, how to finish. I'm going to teach my kids, hey, protect this family's name. Hey, protect this family's name. Don't don't be out there doing no silly stuff. So, so much stuff that he taught me. Just his, the way that he looks at the glass half full. So positive. Life life could be hell. But he's finding something positive. And he's going to put that in to everyone around him. It's so contagious. It's so contagious what Coach Carroll brings to the table each and every day. I've never seen the man have a bad day. I've never seen him have a bad day. You just saw him today. Uh, you just saw him in his press conference today. Mm-hmm. Like you just saw him talking trash, talking junk. He still got the juice. He still got the juice. Lil, Lil Milk says, "By the way, ain't no way in the world I'm calling you Lil Milk. Did they be What's calling that? you Lil Milk? Would you call somebody Lil Milk? My name Lil Milk. Lil I'm Milk says, been watching." Been watching K- you always look at the picture, KJ. Uh, been watching KJ since I was nine years old. I'm 22 now. I ain't that old, bro. You ain't even watched me since you was nine. Stop lying. I ain't that old. Adam says, surely <laughs> a few players have gotten teary-eyed today. Have you? What do you think of fans getting teary-eyed? Because it's happened a lot to me today. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Adam. Mm-hmm. Let, let it go. Let them, let them tears flow. This is it's a celebration of what he did, but it's also sad that when we turn on the TV week one of the preseason, he's not going to be out there. That's that's hey. that's not fun. Hey, Adam, like they say in Frozen, let it go, let it go. Like hair, some people's hairs be let it go, let it Gee, go. If you, if you go sing it like the girl singing in Frozen, then, then, then sing it, man. I can't sing. You can. Let it go. Let it go. Sing it like Elsa. Sing it. You, you know you don't know how to sing it like Elsa. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> sing it like Elsa. You don't know how to sing it like Elsa. I ain't doing that today. All right. Uh, Mr. Rosie says, "I'm going to miss this era of the Hawks. Made me and my dad have amazing memories watching the games together before he passed." Whoa. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's the fo- fo- that's that's what football does, man. It, it brings us together, create memories, yeah. and um, yeah, that's what Coach did. Hey, I I got some parents mad at me because y'all y'all mad at me for singing Elsa and Let It Go because you know your kids had you watching that nonstop. Somebody sing Somebody said singing like Cat Williams. <laughs> see, see, see. I'm not doing. I'm not doing. It's about Coach Carroll. It's about Coach Carroll today. At least one, one. <laughs> no, I'm right, not cool. doing that. 
Uh, Nick Fritz says, it's still so insane to me that the player that inspired me as a kid is now available to talk to on his own podcast. Mm. Thank you, KJ, for being you. Man, see, that's what I'm talking about. Nick, Y'all appreciate you, dog. heroes. Nick, good, good stuff, man. If you are what you... I keep going. Tyra you know, I haven't, you know I haven't read one question. Like, you've hogged all the questions, but keep going. Because, man, I don't want you squinting. All right, read that question. Read that question. Ty Rivera. <laughs> G hit the nail. <laughs> I got it small right now. G hit the nail on the head. I was 14 when Pete was brought on. L.O.B. and Pete were the Avengers for me. L.O.B. and win forever. Forever. Some rock stars, man. Rock we, stars. And we in 2013 was what the Beatles were in the 60s. Is that Big fair? Facts. Is that fair? Y- y- in the comments, y'all, t- is KJ right? I-, I agree. I think that you are. We were like the, we were the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane says, I remember being 14 sitting in CenturyLink, uh, absolutely freezing during the parade after losing my voice the night we won. Forever grateful. Go Hawks. Money Mike, show that picture one more time. Show that Super Bowl parade one more time. Who was all there rocking? Look at that. I, I, I see you in there, Shane. <laughs> Shane, how's my coat? Shane, you like my coat? Because G don't like it. <laughs> J7 says, do KJ and Sherm watch each other's podcasts? And if so, will there be a joint soon? We can't, even get, we can't, even, we can't even get Sherm on the show. I went on his show. Hey, y'all, y'all do me a, do us a favor and at Sherm and say, when you gonna come on KJ's podcast? Hey, if we get Sherm on this show, G. No, when we get Sherm on this show, I'm not ex- I'm not accepting the I'm not accepting the 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 first take answers or the undisputed answers. I'm, I'm, I'm not accepting that. All right. We, we, we got 25 we, we, to go. All right, let's go. My bad. My bad. Let me cut you off. Yeah, you cut me off. It's all good. My bad. Ever says, rumor is that Shane Waldron to the Bears. Who do you think comes in if the rumor is true? Mm-hmm. Don't, I don't, who, don't who, know who. Offensive coordinator. We said uh, Kelly Moore. He just got fired with the, with the, with the Chargers. Makes sense. I'm going Kellen Moore. Uh, here we go. Next. Uh, Jared Rice says, is that Coach G talking with you, KJ? If so, did you coach the Auburn Panthers? Love the end of season banquet and culture. Jared Wright, I am the Coach G. That is me. I used to coach the Auburn Panthers. Shout out to the, <laughs> shout out to the, shout out to the Auburn Panthers down there, man. Uh, you know, I used to do a little football coaching. I used to talk some stuff out there. <laughs> Auburn Panthers, man. Shout out to them, man. Loved hanging out with that organization. Very cool people. Gee, you ever done an up-down in your life? Are you, you know are how you, are you, you trying know how to coaches? say are you trying yeah, up down. I used to think that was the dumbest thing <laughs> in the world. I used to, no no no. No, no, no. I used it's, to make fun of coaches that would have their kids doing up-downs. It's dumb. With a passion. 
with a passion, I hated up-downs. I had a coach made us do up-downs on the concrete. We in the concrete in the middle of Mississippi. A, a, a buddy was late. We had a dude that was late for a workout. We did up-downs on the concrete until dude got to the workout. Stupid. What's up, Miss Wright? Uh, Elijah Wright says, I remember missing school in third grade to watch the Super Bowl parade enter the stadium. Heard only three kids were in class. Crazy to think this era's ended. Hold on. Time out. Third grade? Elijah? Is this wow. Elijah right here? So you was in third grade? You look older. Like It's only been 11 years. They was nine years old. It was nine years old in third grade, 11 years, Damn. 22. Here we go, next. Damn. John, what's up, John? I love Pete. He put respect on Seattle Seahawks football. No question. Just celebrate Pete. Facts. Never next celebration. One. Brett Diggs says, KJ, my girlfriend thinks I'm crazy because I'm always explaining to her just how special this era has been in a bottle. Earl, Cam, you, Doug, BB, Sherm, Russ, Bobby, Beast, Beastquake, Mike, B, Cliff, uh, will never be, we'll duplicated. never be duplicated. Thank you. Never, never ever. Next. Next. Ever, ever. Michael says, fellas, I was at the Super Bowl parade. Many people don't even realize how cold it was that day. It was around 22 degrees, cold as heck. But the atmosphere on that sunny day was and will be like no other. Good stuff. Next You one. know what? Hold on real quick. Go ahead. Real quick. You know where they dropped the ball at with the Super Bowl parade? It was good having the fans be obviously at the parade. But inside the stadium, they should open the floodgates. Open the floodgates. Let's, let's, let's pack this thing. It was only like 10,000 people. Next Super Bowl, open the floodgates. Let, let the 68,000 be packed like a normal game day. Next one. We're rolling. Hey, guys, this is just a fantasy question, KJ. If you were to choose any of your former teammates to be the new head coach, who would you choose? Wow. That's a good one. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Really I'm, good I'm, question. Oh, I got one for you. Really good question. Brandon Mebang. Mebang? Mebang. Why? Tell folks – Mebang was the anchor of that defense. Mebang was the guy that you and Bobby used to get your cheat sheet off of when you knew if it was a run or pass, if it mm -hmm. was going to the left or to the right. To this day, you talk to Mebang, I talk to Mebang. That dude, Mebang, knows so much a lot about, football. about the game. A lot about ball. I mean, a lot. And the reason why I bring him up is because of this. I understand that position isn't a sexy position, but man, y'all have no idea. You cannot talk to anybody a part of that defense and his name not be one of the first ones that comes up. Yes, and the, and the guy I'm going to, you go disagree with me wholeheartedly, G. It's Doug. I think Doug would be an outstanding, outstanding coach. I think he's grown over the years when it comes to his – Anger. Let's just say it. Let's just, with his anger. I think he's really grown and not just being impulsive and just 
saying the first thing that comes to his mind. I really, truly, and believe Doug has grown over the years. He would be a phenomenal head coach. I swear to God, he will. Could you imagine cigars in the presence of Doug in a locker room? No, no. You know what? It wouldn't happen. It, 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 it wouldn't happen. It, yep, it wouldn't yep, happen. Yep, 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 yep. It wouldn't happen. You're right. You're right. Good call. Chris Dunn says today was tough. I thought it could. Ha I thought it could happen, but it just hits different when it actually happens. Respect to both of you. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Thank you. Next one. Yeah. Brett Diggs says Jody saw Tariq grabbing his uh, peanuts and them cigars in the locker room and said, "You got to admit the ball." I don't know. I have no idea. Good. <laughs> just, just Ed says, KJ, how are you really feeling about this, man? This was your coach that made your childhood dreams come true. And do you feel like these new kids just gave up on Coach Carroll? Honestly, Ed, how I'm feeling is I'm today is really a celebratory day for me. I'm, I'm really looking at this thing like he did an amazing job as, this, as a head coach. He did an amazing job as a head coach. And in this business – we all have an expiration date. We all have it. It gets us, it gets every single person. And so I'm really celebrating this day for what Coach Carroll has done. And so, and I'm happy because I can still see him. He's going to still be around. And so, do I think they gave up on Coach Carroll? Y'all heard me preaching. You heard me preaching, just said, throughout the season. They, I don't think they protected the team. They did, no, they did not protect the team. They did not protect the team the way that they should have protected the team throughout this year. And I hope that they realize that the decisions that they made, it, it, everyone's connected in this business. If you decide to like grab your, your, your peanuts, that's a representation of everyone in this building. It's a representation, we're all connected. That's what I hope that they could understand as they move forward. Jason says, appreciate you guys always putting on a good show. What are the odds that KJ is on the Seahawks coaching staff in 2024 and best foods in the city? What are the odds you're on the coaching staff, KJ? I'm not coaching. I don't think I am. Uh, <laughs> and best food spots. Legion is good. Uh, boy, they have swoo-wee. If, if them, you them, go them, to – I ain't gonna say that. Go, I ain't gonna say that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. The next time you go to Legion, get the Jamaican jerk plate. Yo, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing. Or get the cabbage. Them greens hitting. Them greens hitting. Them greens hitting. I, you know what? I haven't drank like that at Legion before. I haven't. I haven't drank. You know, I was. Gonna, I just want to go a night where I got an Uber or my wife driving. I just really want to just sip on you know them fancy drinks they got. Brett Diggs says, KJ, this TikTok gener Gen Z generation is cooked. Intangibles and virtues tend to erode with each generation. We losing recipes. Man, listen, I'm going to tell you this. I, I, sometimes I work with like high school. I like speak to high school kids. Just looking at them, like talking to them and communicating with them. It's like, bro, look at me. Like, look at me. In my, let's communicate. Let's talk. Let's like be here, but it's like, it's like aliens. It's like zombies. Some something's not right. Some something's really not right. And when your kids, I fought my wife tooth and nails 
with um with with social media we'll say this conversation for another day but just try to with this TikTok stuff, just take time when letting your kids get TikTok because it's detrimental to their dang brains. Next question. Next one. Uh, Danny says, does DQ have uh, MF dog in his swag? Get right Saturday night? Get your mind right Saturday night. Your mind right is Saturday night. Dogs and Bones says Pete refused to fire some of his coaches, in my honest opinion. He my fired a lot of coaches. He fired a lot. What are you talking about? A lot of he coaches. Fired, he fired a lot of – no, Dogs and Bones. He fired a lot of coaches. Okay, next one. Uh, Sal says, KJ, head coach, question mark, or any other former Seahawks players as a head coach or on the staff? Um, I'm going to be a head coach, Sal. I ain't got no coaching experience. Next one. <laughs> KJ, how much would it take to get Coach Prime to leave Colorado? Think of how lit the city and game day would be. Money Mike, put up put up that put up that put up that gift, Mike. Money Mike, put up that gift. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. State Farm Stadium took away LOB. We lost Super Bowl 49 and was the last stadium that Hall of Fame coach Pete Carroll coached at. I hate Arizona. Hey, I'm with you. No doubt. Next one. And we had a tie ball game. It was like a 6-6 ball game there. Sean Hayes, did Pete's message get lost when Bobby left? I don't know. I left in 2020. Bobby left in 2021. No, Bobby left the year after that. 2022? He left, he left 22. After that? Yep. I, 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 ain't got, well, I ain't got an answer for you. West Coast, Pete did, Pete did so much to change the national perception of the Seahawks. This era of football gave me so many memories. Give PC a small stake in ownership. Uh, 1.3% <laughs> equals 60 million or free Nike Monarchs for life. <laughs> That's Next hey, give, give me a stake in the company. Shoot. Rob says, love the show. KJ, you are so underrated. One of my favorite linebackers other than Bobby and Lofa Tatupu. That's I love, I see you Rob. with the selfie. I see you with the selfie. Okay, looking good, yeah. Rob. Here we go. See in them. Who are you sending them pictures to? Uh, Ramon uh, uh, Deep says, GKJ, where were you when you got the news and the feeling? I was, I was on the my, radio, on Cairo I my, Radio. I was in my bedroom. I was in my bedroom. What was you I doing said, in your bedroom? What was you doing? I don't know. Oh. Laying on the bed? That's a lie. You know exactly what you were doing. You, you, oh. I don't know. You just said you was in your room. What, do, you got, do you got a big closet? You got a couch next to the bed? I do have a big closet. I do have seats next to my bed. I got this new net. She got this new comforter, G. Mm-hmm. But I be sweating at night. She got this. If if it's like, it's so thick. But I be sweating at night. That's I'm like, babe, what kind of what kind of comforter you? Not be no, G. I'm talking sweating. Anyway, I don't know. Why I just I don't know. Why I just shared that with y'all. But. I don't know. Uh, Tyrese says, I just want to say oh, thank ho, ho. you to Oh, real quick, real quick. You sleep with your socks on? No. When we, when we, when we first got together, I did because I wore a C in my toes. 
Hey, you know what I'm talking about, though? You know what I'm talking about? Hey, fellas, any any fellas hey, out there, first star sleep with listen. your socks on because you wanted to see your toes. Listen, if any if anybody out there sleep with your socks on, I need you to stop that right now. That, that That's not okay. That's not okay. Take them socks off. Sleep. Nah, you, bro. I, you, I, I, I can't. But you got your toenails right, though. You got yeah, your so toenails people, right. So people don't know. I got my toenail taken off. So I'm happy with my toes. So I'm saying, dog. No. Struggling at first. Uh, I just want to say thank you to the greatest head coach of all time and for making my childhood amazing. It will truly mm. not be the same without him on the field. Next coach, Day DQ. OC, Shoddy. Shoddy about to go be a head coach. Shoddy about to be a head coach. Tyrese, let me let you into something real quick. Yeah. So every Monday when we have our Tell the Truth Monday, defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators will get up and speak about how they felt about the game. When I heard Schottenheimer speak on Mondays, I'm like, oh, that's a head coach. That's, that's, that's a head coach. I saw how well we were doing on offense, and then I saw the way he carried himself in front of a team. Head coach. Ain't his dad a head – ain't his dad um, – when's his dad a coach? Marty Schottenheimer? Marty. Is that his, Marty. Mm -hmm. that's his, is that his dad or cousin? Yeah, his dad. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's in his blood. Next one. Caesar Tello says, you said you want Shane Waldron as a head coach? Who said that? I don't know who said that. I didn't say it. Don't put no words in my uh, mouth, Caesar. Adil, Adil Khan says, two years ago today, my dad passed, January 10th. He watched every game with me. His favorite two people were Pete and Wags. Seeing the month, seeing the month sidelines remind me of him. Oh, yeah. seeing the month sidelines remind seeing me. Seeing them, uh, seeing them. Oh, seeing them, seeing them seeing on the, the okay, sidelines. Seeing them on the sideline reminds me of him. Hey, Adil, first of all, man. Hey, man. Blessings, man. Two years of your father passed away. Blessings, Adil. Seriously. Haven, uh, having motion TV, how do you think the players feel about Pete fired? I'm sure they bombed. I'm, I'm sure, sure they, they bombed. I know, he had, I know that he had his press conference today. Some of the guys were there to um, say goodbye to him. But I'm sure they bombed and said, every, every, listen, everybody loves Coach Carroll. No, no, no one's happy. Yeah, they, they, these guys are devastated by this. Three more. Matt Davis says Pete is gone and he loved Gino. Will Gino be out? Gino had a good year this y'all this year, y'all. He he had a he had a pretty good year. I don't think Gino Smith is out. I don't. Next one. Charles M Mason says, met you, hey. Doug, and Bobby at the Boeing factory in Everett in 2014. Do you remember hey. that? Yeah, I remember that. Come on, Charles. Um after we won the Super Bowl, we had our glasses on. Everybody got there, gave a little speech. That thing was flooded with people. You know, I got you know, I proposed at Bourne, right? I proposed at the Bourne in Everett. That G thought was real corny. But yes, I do remember doing that. Just Ed says, G, show your feet on the camera. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. KJ, do you really think DQ will help out the team offensively and defensively? The thing when it comes to hiring a defensive-minded coach is that they have to nail the offensive coordinator. You got to nail it. You, you got to nail who that guy is. 
because he's not going to spend that much time in their meetings. He's not going to spend that much time with the quarterback or the running back. So you got to nail the coordinator. Damn, we done? Yeah, I think we done. Hey, hey, before we leave, before we leave, before we leave, first off, thank y'all for, for rocking with us. But let's get one more locker room, one more locker room, Coach Carroll, to just show his spirit. One more locker room, Coach Carroll, just show his spirit one last time. One, one you haven't shown. We have done everything the way we wanted to get it done. I'm so proud, fellas. I'm so proud that we were able to stand together right here at this moment. Still, for all of the things that we believe in, and you guys never backed off. You kept believing, you kept fighting, you kept clawing and scratching. And look what you freaking did. Put that freaking trophy up again. Legendary. Legendary. Um. Yeah, he's still going to be here. This ain't goodbye. This ain't a goodbye. This is, we're going to see you around, Coach. We're going to see you around. Yeah. KJ, man, it's been real. It's a good night. Um, you know, celebrating that man. He's mm -hmm. great. And, uh, man, have a good night's sleep. You ain't sleep with your socks on? No. Tonight? No, never. You know what I'm saying? So. No. Uh, I, rub, I rub feet with my wife at nighttime. She keep my feet warm. You really be rubbing feet? Absolutely. We play footsie at night. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird, bro. That's real weird. weird. <laughs> That's really connection. That's that's weird though. You don't, you don't, you don't never sometimes cut her. How often do you get a pedicure? It's been a minute. Sometimes she cut my toenails. She cut my toenails actually not too long ago. You be cutting her up, don't you? Them them, them feet, huh? That that was that was a non-negotiable when I was getting when I get married. My wife had to clean my ears and cut my toenails. Have you have you in your uh, <laughs> in your wedding vows? Have you uphold have you have you upheld all of your wedding vows? Absolutely, absolutely. And we go do our ten year uh, reunion too. We in, we at six right now. We go do our ten year big time celebration. I'm gonna invite you to that one. I'm gonna invite you to my wedding. I invite you to that one though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank y'all for joining us. We enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Make sure if you do something, please do it the right way. <laughs>